Hello and welcome to episode 329 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, creator of Murder Road, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. He's our very own luck charm, Mr. Tony Esmond. Bad luck. I, well, yes, I, it was an important distinction. I did not say what kind of luck it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and this week, we have a guest, slash, part of the fam, with us for the entire show. Now, if I said to you, Errol versus Evil, Lips, Pussy Man Fists, Bug Man, Pussy and, George, Man Fists. and George Mayhem, you may think these are the latest members of the Avengers. But no, they exist, <laughs> thanks to the pen of this week's guest, Creative Whirlwind, and friend of the show, the artist known as Forp. Good evening, my comrades. <laughs> How are you? You are Forpy. Good. I'm fine. I'm fine. Thanks. <laughs> I, I think I think that is a that is a wonderful sort of I don't know. It's very indicative of how you've changed as a creator for because the first ever time you're on this show, um, you blew your mic out with a with a yeah, what 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 right. when you when yeah. you said hello. And... Well, I mean to be honest, Vince, I got fucking death threats after that one. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I got to tone down a bit. Oh, <laughs> social media, yeah. Sure, surely not. Surely not. No, they weren't uh, that bad. Some of them. Yeah. Yes. Anyone that anyone that um, knows Forbes work or has met him at a convention knows that he's a powerful force of good when it comes Oof. to comics. You can put you can put that on one of your books. I will. Right. I'll put that down. That's, That's a good, good three yeah, stars. Good powerful yeah. force of comics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and comics does need people working for the forces of good. And there's yes. um, usually every week there's some sort of nonsense going on, but not this yeah, week. Every on day, this, not every yeah, every week. day, every day. But you know, for the next like two hours or so, whilst you listen to this, it just could be a load of uh, nonsense and fun, and just talking about Absolute the joy of comics. Joy, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Um, so buckle up and stay tuned, um, and we're also going to find out, as always, a bit more about the way that Fork works and what. I mean. See, seeing the latest stuff he's put out, what could come next? Who knows? <laughs> it's exciting and terrifying, and we're going to find we know. out a bit more about that. We know, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and we'll try to get some information out of him. You know, see if yeah. there's any if there's any secrets. Do you have a, a closet full of secrets, Forp? I do. There's a closet full of something. Um, <laughs> that sounds like an album title. title. Is that your latest yeah. album? Yeah. Because it was something. Because <laughs> it was something. <laughs> That's George Michael's last last album, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, May Michael rest in peace. Release. Christmas Christmas ain't been the same since. Anyway, <laughs> you know what's the same every week though? It's our sponsorship ad, and uh, yes, yes, because That's a lie. Because what do you mean? <laughs> it does change every week. I mean, they're it, here every week. I didn't say the quality stays the same. It's creative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's performance art. Because we need to figure out some way to sort of segue into mention like our sponsor Comic House. And like sometimes we just sort of, you know, we say they're an indie comic marketplace with a difference and there's a huge selection of titles on the database, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and what? for instance, sometimes if you like publish, you can put your books on there as well and start selling them straight away. We do, we say that sort of thing. Um, sometimes, what, do we, what else do we do, Dan? Uh, we mentioned there's a feature section on the site. Some of the stuff, stuff. yeah. Yeah. And th- then sometimes, Dan, you'll, you'll chirp in and. Um, what have they got on there at the moment? We've got uh, The Misadventures of Adam West, uh, Volume 2, Issue 5, uh, Pumpernickel, Issue 1, Watching, an original graphic novel from Marcosia. We've got extra, extra shitty stories, which I've read and is uh, lots of fun. 
Uh, got some more Adam West. Jason and the Argonauts broke down four dead bodies. I don't think I've read any of that series. Have you guys seen any of that? The, the broke down broke and four, down dead, four bodies. dead bodies. No, but I, I I love that sort of title. It seems. I mean, there's lots of sort of titles like that at the moment of comics, aren't there? Really? Um, yeah, the crime, longer title is books. the coolness. Long titles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Did yeah. I remember the the title I came up with my, my long title for a comic? No. I, I dragged my big balls across this accursed earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think there's, there's room for that um, that that definition you read out earlier for us, Dan, to be a comic oh, type. Oh, yes. That's yeah. a good yeah. one. Yeah. Well, you know, like I mentioned that comic idea last week, like of a HR person, like just making them absolute scum. It's like yeah. it's not a far <laughs> reach from what they actually are. So, yeah. If anything, I'd have to tone it down for it to be believable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Computers is being no. positive. We're being positive. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we can. Um, HR people are lovely. If you're a HR person, you're listening to this, we don't care. I mean, let's be honest, we're the four people that would probably go and see the HR people quite a lot. Why are you lumping me in with the rest of you reprobates? Because you hang around with us, don't you? you right. like, That's so true. That's true. Guilty. Yeah, guilty by association, yeah. isn't it, really? Yeah. Not even by yeah. association. <laughs> I had a running joke in the office. Whenever someone like there's this one person I work with who would be like make inappropriate comments, I'd always pretend to ring up the HR and say, "Oh yeah, 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 she's she's doing it again." Yeah, yeah, I'll tell it. I'll tell it to pop down. Yeah, no worries. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. Anyway, if you if you go to comichouse.com, you can find out more. <laughs> like, because like, they won't tell on us. They won't tell HR on us because they they support the show and we love them. Yeah, go, punk AF. They, they are indeed. And uh, they have a digital app that's only £3 a month. <clears throat> uh, subscription service, much like Netflix and, well, everything is a subscription service now. Yep. Apart from this show because it's free every week, yep. every Monday. Two hours of comics just pumped into your face. And you've been doing it for like, yeah. how many years has it been now? It's, it's almost like six and a half, isn't it? Oh, is man, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you got some titles on Comic House? Me? Yes. Yeah, I think Errol's on there. Um, oh, excellent. I think that's probably... Every time I get around to doing it, I get lazy and I don't do it. And so probably. I really need to get onto it. But to be fair, I've actually made a bit of coinage off of Errol being on there. So I totally oh, recommend it. Not like maybe oh, bucks, good. maybe a five or something, I don't know. But I mean... That five is like digits. five times more than... Comicsology. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So if you've got some comics out there, then it is worth putting putting on there, and it's a great it's free service. money, isn't it? It's yeah. Free money. Yeah. I mean, it's great. More readers. Is more money fans. ever truly free? Um, but comic comichouse.com Go find out <laughs> about them now, because like yeah, because this uh, this. Uh, this advert is in no way indicative of the quality of their service. You've been enjoying the word indicative. I enjoy the way you phrase it. Yeah. No, I think it's because mm. it's got dick in it. That's the reason we like it. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> this week, <laughs> this week's show, um, that was a little bit of a nervous laugh, Daryl. Don't, don't worry. We'll, 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 we'll look after you. We're not in the I same room as you. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm just so used to this now, working with Tony. It's just brilliant. Yes. <laughs> this is my day. Of course, and we will we will get into that. 
And uh, and do you know what we're going, Dan? We're going to have to say that Tony's not allowed to when when Dow's giving his honest opinion of what it's like working with Tony. Well, Tony, we'll have to mute him, won't we? I'm going to turn my camera on, just stare at him. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Maybe like Daryl, just think twice if you need help. <laughs> yeah, just it's fine, Daryl. Just tell the truth, and I'll ring you yeah. tomorrow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Always find a good collaborator, folks. It's really important yep. when you make it's comics. Really uh, to be fair, he's a cracking collaborator, yeah, even though yeah. his wife doesn't approve me. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the last script she sent me had a, a porno mag in it and I was looking at it, it's quite big on the screen. And she went, All right, what's this then? And I was like, Oh no, it's something that Tony sent me. She went, Bangkok, what? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like It's nothing, just uh, it's Tony sent it to me. Yeah. We needed an eight, we needed a period specific porno mag that one of the characters <laughs> was holding. So I had to Google Fiesta from a certain year. Did you have to? Yes, for the art. Sake, got to be legitimate and authentic. Yeah, it's brilliant. I loved it. It made me chuckle. <laughs> and he's been sleeping in the spare room ever since. But no, here I am. <laughs> the camera doesn't lie, does it, lads? Yeah. No. <laughs> you see, my. We had the cameras on before the show, and Thorpey was indeed in the spare room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what happens when you work with Tony Esmond. <laughs> which, which we all have in some ways so yes. we're all in our spare rooms <laughs> <laughs> um, but but no comics should uh, should be fun whether it be um i was thinking about this just before we came on the show actually um especially like obviously there is some dark and grim comics out there but i was just thinking i just want comics to be more fun again and it, it sort of led me to think like am i re- you know do i need to search out more for fun comics mm. do I need, you know or is it something i need to look at in terms of what i'm what i'm reading or what i'm trying to create or what i'm what i'm influenced by do you ever um before we get into the meat meat and bones of like creating <laughs> comics stuff, do you ever find yourself sort of in some ways um influenced is the wrong word but um i guess like when it comes to you know um your certain state of mind or a situation or, or maybe if it's if you're reading if you're reading something that's pretty heavy at the time it can it can sort of divert your creative forces Do you know what i mean i mean if you're reading just say you're reading a true yeah. crime novel and yeah. it's it's really grim but you're trying to create a kids comic <laughs> Do you know what i mean would yeah, that, yeah. Would, yeah would that be a distraction do you think like the influences you surround yourself are just as important to your creative process what do you what do you guys think that's an interesting one is i think you can't not be um yeah. i think we are we are a big fucking boiling pot of influences aren't we and um things to do i think the one thing that i can't i don't write while i'm listening to music i might have ideas when i'm listening to music but they very rarely actually sound usable because you because of the sort of dopamine effect that music has on you didn't it hmm. you sort of think that everyone you know yeah yeah you think oh everyone will love that you know but when you actually come to you think that's yeah, a bit of a shit idea you know while yeah. i was listening to steps or something you know <laughs> you got you can't come up with the right ideas it's a, it's a good way to get inspiration but sometimes it needs refining i think when i listen to music definitely what about you guys yeah 
I get those ideas, like you said, Tony, like I can be walking around, but I can't, if I'm sitting there and like I've got the bare bones of the script with the bullet points and I've got to kind of fashion it into what it is, having music on or any kind of distraction really unbalances me doing that. I even have to turn it, it off. Even if it's and... like sort of um, music, you know, like like a film score or something like that. I mean, I can totally understand if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to write absolutely nothing with any words or watch it, you know, having a film on yeah. the background or something. That just won't work because you've got words in your ear at the same time as you're trying to write yeah, words. It, it yeah. Just kind of, I, I find it just, it kind of unbalances me a bit when I can't, so, so I've tried doing it before and sometimes I might've listened to music as I'm writing and not had a problem, but nine times out of 10, I've found myself like shutting it off just so I can kind of get down hmm. what I'm doing. Even uh, instrumental or classical music. I don't listen to it, I don't need that wave of emotion when I'm writing something that might not be that certain wave, you know? It's almost like you have to sort of be in the moment, don't you, when you're writing something? And yeah. if the music doesn't compare to that moment that you're in, it doesn't always work for me. It's a personal thing, I suppose. Yeah, but, yeah. oh, yeah. It's, I yeah. mean, every creative process is personal. And, like, you know, certainly um, people have... When I did Murder Road, I had, like, a playlist. Do you know what I mean? That, you know, when I was yeah. just drawing it and stuff, just to be in that, you know, and it was synth wave sort of 80s horror soundtracks and stuff like that. Yeah. It was something that gets you in that zone when you're sort of creating what were you Thorpe? i mean i mean your stuff is just you know the the creative energy is there and like you're just you're so enthusiastic about comics but you know what sort of things do you surround yourself with when you create um i mean i read a, a lot of uh, variety of comics um, mm. i watch animations and movies like everyone does really um and my music taste is hyper eclectic so um like, for example, when I was doing uh, George Mayhem uh, with Tony, um, I was listening to a lot of, uh, like, metal and kind of real heavy, aggressive kind of music. Mm-hmm. And then when it was kind of like the love scenes, and or not love, but when he was kind of romancing about stuff, I was listening to kind of like 80s ballads because I thought it was quite funny. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I feel like you have to get your head into it. There are times when to get energy down you just want to have that kind of like kind of stuff going on mm. rather mm. than you know kind of a ploppy yeah. sound kind of track going on again i mean outside of outside of writing do you find that you listen to different stuff when you're for example laying the pencils down or doing the the layouts or you know it's easy I suppose, i'm guessing as an artist it's easier to listen to music when you're inking is it i suppose yeah i mean you've seen my pencils are well fast so yeah. um when I'm doing pencils, um, if it's something that a script that you like, you sent me, I will usually scan it for I've got to get five panels on a page and then just quickly hack it down because I, th- I feel like um, because I've, I've kind of read. So what I do is I basically read the five panels like a couple yeah. of times and be like, OK, he does this, did they do this, then this happens and that happens. They do this, this happens, that happens and just get that cycle in my brain like almost like a kind of like a beat of a drum i'm like yeah. this happened that happened that yeah. happened that happened, happened and then i go to the page and i literally like look at the page and like right pencil bam 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 and then i go back across the panels again and do that a couple of times the pencils and i'm kind of done and then when it comes to like inking that's when i kind of start to kind of style out really that's when the music and everything because i'm focusing yeah. on it and like that's where you'll get the kind of what emotions on that person's face. Are they angry? Are they chilled? Are they pissed? Are they whatever? Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Um, I mean, Bugman, that was a that was a trip, that one. Jesus Christ. When I, when I finished <laughs> that, I was like, 
Oh God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm guessing that's one that you didn't you didn't show Mrs. Thorpe much. Of. No, I did. I, she, right. She kind of sees everything, and um, uh, I I didn't. I, she did. To be honest, she doesn't see any of my work because uh, when I'm doing it, because I do it my lunch break at work. Everything gets right. done uh, at lunchtime, Monday to Friday. Um, and then I'll pull it together at a weekend because uh, I rigorously plan the pages in InDesign first. And I yeah. send over like the guides to Procreate. Um, and then I basically work over the top. And then I know that I can export the TIFFs straight from Procreate and dump them straight into InDesign. And I'm basically done. Um but then once everything's kind of collated together and I've printed it so she can't stop me, <laughs> <laughs> I then show her the books and usually she's like, why is it saying that? Why are you doing that? Really? Okay. Yeah, like I remember when um, Pussy Manfis uh, drops a C-bomb. I won't say it, Vince, don't worry. And um, <laughs> she went, why? What? what? But I was like, it's, it's pure emotion, Kerry. So I was like, it's just... He's so annoyed because he's starving. He's like on the edge. He's on the brink. He's got nothing left to say. That is it. That's where he is at that moment. She's like, okay. And I remember, was it Sarah Harris? was like, I got her and then a few other people messaged me and said, oh, do it as a T-shirt. I'd do it as a print on a T-shirt. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's an amazing idea. My wife was like, don't be that guy. She's like, that would be your career move. She's like, you'll sell like thousand or a couple of thousand of those bloody t-shirts and you'll be the c-bomb t-shirt guy and it's mm. like, yeah that's okay. probably right yeah it's an important i don't want to be that guy yeah and no. also i think sometimes that speaks to you know sometimes the wisdom of advice you know there, there's yeah. there's enthusiasm and there's wisdom and the two yeah. don't always say the same thing no. for, for instance like the enthusiasm would sort of say yes this t-shirt's amazing and certainly if you've seen the panel we're talking about it is amazing but <laughs> but, but she's absolutely right like you say that yeah. you know do you do you want to be known for the t-shirt or do you want to be known for the for the comic that that led to yeah. the t-shirt that sort of thing yeah yeah exactly that yeah so yeah, we were talking about getting, it, go for it. yeah there was a there's a panel in flesh and ink that's a woman shouting let's kill all men and demons and i was saying to falfi the day we should put that on a t-shirt yeah that'd be good to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll probably no in tribute press it'll probably be available next week yeah yeah and on a pair of pants as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still hoodies available yeah. yeah that's right yeah um but speaking of like george mayhem though um it was um i mean as soon as i i heard that you were sort of working with tony i thought oh you know apart from like yes uh forbes alleged <laughs> he, he's or, one of our faves no but but, yeah. but there was also Oh, there was also that. Oh no, Tony's going to. He's going to tarnish him with, with his filthy <laughs> language. No, no, there was none of that. But there was that. I was. I, I was. You changed stuff up, didn't exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what? I mean, also anyone that's known your work beforehand, it's such a such an individual piece of work, yeah. which made it all the more exciting, knowing that you were going to collaborate with Tony. But mm. what made you sort of decide? You know, instead of staying the the solo artiste, for want of a better word, to move into a collaboration. I also see it as moving subjects because mm. you were kind of kiddie friendly before that, weren't you? I suppose mega, mega yeah. kiddie friendly. Yeah, and then you yeah. and you also took a step over that way as well, didn't you? Mm. Just to sort, of, yeah, if you want to explain them both, really, mate, that'd be good. Mm. Yeah. So um, basically, a few people know this now that um, 
So I was uh, drawing Errol, and then I did um, Baron von Blue Buns uh, and the Cat that came out at the beginning of this year, wasn't it? I think that was what was that? That was a bit like the same as Errol versus Evil, big kind of A4 color thing. Yeah. Uh, whimsical tale of a of a nomad and his cat going across to climb the twisted peaks, and it was brilliant, and I and I really enjoyed it. Um, and a friend of mine saw it and was like, "Mate, this is this is like." the best and i was like yeah no it's really good and i kind of flipped through it and i visually and everything about it i loved it i thought this is great you know my kid can read this this is brilliant but there's something about it i just like i I don't know it didn't feel like i'd kind of i could just do it do you know what i mean that that feeling where you kind of just you weren't exercising uh, any sort of creative muscles is that what you're saying yeah it's a bit like when you do your day job you get to a point where you can kind of coast through things you can kind of just keep doing this drawing and these kind of worlds and stuff and you're not really pushing yourself and like there's something about it that if i picked it up i know that i'd be like this looks amazing i'll pick up for the art but the story's like a bit below me kind of thing and like would i get a chuckle out of it and then the friend uh, i was talking to was like yeah it's cool and i said i might do something like you know something a bit more actiony a bit more kind of you know a bit more violence in it and they're like yeah, but like if you did violence, it'd be more just like a kind of clean chop. It wouldn't be anything aggressive or horrible, <laughs> would it? Because you, you can't do that. And I was like, what do you mean I can't do that? And I went, okay. well, you can't. Like, dude, look, you can't. You can't do that. It's sort of comics. It's just not in you. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe. And I kind of, you know, that kind of nice thing you say, you say, oh, yeah, you're probably right. And inside you're thinking, you bastard. You're not right. Yeah. But you don't know me. Who, yeah. who are you? I don't know you. Yeah. You don't know me. I've seen so would, things. <laughs> would he, would they, did they kind of give you a kind of like push to do something you was kind of yeah, thinking about did. already? Yeah, yeah, so I basically was like drawing this dude. I was sketching this character, this aggressive kind of meathead. And I was really in the zone of like, I want this kind of like cannibalistic, like otherworldly kind of dude that's still in this world, but somehow is connected to the other side and all the rest of it. And I was co- concocting these ideas and I just was like, I can't, I don't have it in me to cross that line. Like <laughs> I need, I need someone else to kind of help. And I literally, I think I just read this, uh, Atomic Hercules Goes Commando right. and it just sparked my brain. I thought, ah, the, the only person I know that would write a story that would push me over and into like to would break me free of the shackles of what I'm known for mm. um, is Tony. So I, I messaged Tony, thinking he'll probably just say maybe we'll think about it. We'll do a four page or something. And yeah, before I know it, he's like sending me ideas through and pages, and we're just like, yeah, we set, it was, set the beast free at that point, didn't we? Yeah, it was over Christmas, yeah. wasn't it? We're just like we pumped oh, okay. that book out in like two months. It was ridiculous. Like, nice. Yeah. It's ferocious, isn't it? That was a really interesting book, wasn't it? I really, I didn't see where it it was going, and no, I was really thanks, man. kind of. It's mm. weird because I don't generally care about characters that I draw. If I'm honest, like I've never been connected to anything, and uh, we finished the book. Uh, I think it was it uh, in first of March or around that sort of time, and I remember being like sending Tony a message and being like, oh, um, I really feel for for this guy we we and, worked in a different way though didn't we sorry to interrupt mm, man you guys right. we can talk about no, that in a sec. yeah cool. um and i think you know 
you, the rest of the world would not be privy to it because um, we were running this on uh, Patreon. And when the last spit dropped, me and Tony, I guess, because we knew the end, were always like, because it's because people expect things from me and Tony, I don't think they expected the end. Yeah. And yeah. Mm. the messages that, f- that came in, I was almost in like, I'm, I'm not uh, an emotional person. My wife would tell you, I'm like usually granite around kind of <laughs> being, I'm, I'm very happy and lovely when it comes to kind of like actual real emotions. I'm like, uh, I'll kind of kid my way out of it. But reading some of the comments we were getting, I was like on the edge of welling up. I was like, oh my God, this is, like, yeah. this is too it, much. Like <laughs> we, we wrote, we wrote, I wrote a little sort of, post story sort of saying how it you know how we'd started and stuff and and the reasons for doing it and and it addresses ptsd and soldiers returning home from war amongst other people and you're not it's not just soldiers who suffer ptsd there's a lot of people out there mm. and we addressed that in the and we had a lot of people write in and discuss it and talk about stories that they'd where they'd suffered from it and stuff it was it was it was quite a thing for a couple of days there yeah yeah it was it really was it was great i think it was that first time I think I'd uh, worked on something with someone or even create something that I thought, wow, this has allowed people to talk about something that's yeah. like, and we've, it made me really happy. I was like, this is just instigate a thing. Like that's, that's it. I'm well happy with that. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. the old, uh, subverting expectations. And I know that's got a really bad rap, rightly so in my opinion, mm. but you guys, you kind of think, well, oh, this is what we're going to get from Daryl. Uh, or Pete <laughs> yeah. and uh, Tony, and then when it you kind of completely spun it on his head, and yeah. that's what really really worked for it. it yeah, it was really well done. I think we live we live in a world where people are just feel free to um, have a go at stuff they've never read, you know, as well. Yeah, yeah. And we had the same thing with the whole whole chronicles. Um, me and Sarah and, and the gang mm. around that. And that that's not what you think it is, just going in from the cover or going in from the title. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's something more. And this this did the same thing. And what we what we did is we wrote or oh, I wrote it in a in a slightly different way because I was totally happy that, you know, compared to some collaborators over the years, I've worked with some sort of people in the first time and stuff, it was the first time we'd worked together. Uh, but I, by this time I was completely happy that um Daryl knew what he was doing. But I wanted to see where he took the story. You see what I mean? So I actually wrote it in almost in thirds, wasn't it, Daryl? I think. Yeah, I think that's I right. Yeah. And we we sort of and we're doing the same thing at the moment. He's got everything apart from kind of what I suppose would be called the last act at the moment, yeah. or the new thing we're doing. Yeah. And because and we we discuss things, and I basically I come up with these ideas, and I, I say to to Daryl, "Oh, I'm thinking of this. What do you think?" And he, and I can always tell by his voice as to whether he thinks it's going to be impactful or good, or you know something he can draw quite easy and that's what we did with george mayhem so there's two points in it there's a midpoint in the middle of the story where something happens which we kind of held our breath on to see if people really dug yeah. and it's emphasis and that that panel where something happens I won't ruin it for anyone who hasn't read it but no. that panel is emphasized by literally the movement of an arm that daryl did and it just yeah. it changed up the whole thing which is just like wow. really strong yeah and then would, the last page sorry man gone go would you have changed it if the, if the reactions were different so if you say if it, when we try this and you you, you like, did no only from the Darryl, sequence the, no the okay. reactions it was it was completely done by the time we stuck it on patreon gotcha. but yeah. the um yeah but it would it, just in the storytelling beats and the ability and the emotions of daryl in relation to it. it is it's it's genuinely that a storytelling collaboration you know as it should yeah. be 
and then the way it comes across is something that we examined as we went along i always had the start middle and finish you know kind of worked out yeah um but yeah it was it's 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 good to do that and we've kind of got in our heads where the the new one's going but we just end, we just added an extra panel didn't we in the yeah. conversation we had on the, the phone new one week. was the new one that we're working on i think i did i think there's a i did a few pages i sent you in the week didn't i and yeah. um they're taking a lot longer because we're putting a lot more detail in yeah. and i think every time i sent it to tony i was like fucking hell tony i don't i think this is it i don't think i can do a better page than this one and then the next i'm like yeah, now, Tony. I don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah, I've just sent the boys a couple of pages actually, so they can have yeah. a look at. But oh, yeah, seeing yeah. some of the, the stuff you've been putting out there, it's definitely like kind of you're, you're pushing yourself on. And yes, yeah. massively. You, yeah. As artists, we've all got to do that, and creators, you've got to keep well, pushing your craft. Yeah. So at the beginning of the year, um, so obviously we'd finished George. Uh, that was in March, and um, I was chatting with Tony, and I said to Tony, I was like, um, uh, I'm just going to do comics now. And Tony's like, you know, classic, like, oh, amazing. It's like, yeah. I said, because um, what I found is that um, lot, I've been doing it, I've been going to Comic Cons and doing all that now for about, I think it's about seven or eight years off the top of my head. I've done that. I've got like a crate of books. I've done a lot of stuff, which I'm really proud of. But I was looking at through all my books and everything and all the gear that I've got. And there's like prints and I've done album covers and garments and this and that and the other. Um, and I've done a comic a year or two comics a year, whatever, but I never really focused properly on comics. If that makes sense. I've never okay. just yeah. gone. I'm just, just something you make. Comics. Yeah. I was literally yeah. like, I can do a comic and then I do it and be like, cool, right. Well, that comic's done. Now I do some album covers or I do this or that. And I just thought I'm not going to get good at this. Like if all I'm doing is dipping in and dipping out, dipping in and dipping out, I need to just like almost punish myself with doing it. And then I'll get better. Cause like now it's getting to the point where after doing like, uh, pussy man, fist lips and Bugman, um, after George, <laughs> that when me and Tony started this one, I've already moved on in terms of like, how do I deal with panels? How do I break things down? How do I do different perspectives? How do I, you know, work on a, a page turn? Like, yeah. how do I do just black and white and no color? So there's all these things I'm trying to like push and learn and teach myself to do because the way I kind of saw it previously was that I was just rattling out this stuff that and that is determinedly rattling it out because mm, yeah. i enjoyed drawing it but was it accomplished was it pushing every time maybe yes maybe no um i feel like people were enjoying what i was doing and um i would draw stuff because i would go thinking about my convention table yeah, i need right. an art book i need a sketchbook that's I need an, an interesting comic. um uh, point to mention as well because there's certainly there is um, the pressure of the convention table, isn't there? There's the mm. pressure of, um, I don't have anything for this convention that's coming up. I have to create something. Um, yeah. And, and it's got to sell as well. Yeah, it's got yeah. to sell. So, and that can that can lead to some wonderful things. It can also, yeah. you know, if you create something, but your heart's not in it, you're doing, you're doing it just for your convention table. I think that comes across as well sometimes, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We also do the thing of like, well, I've got these items here and they're they're over 10, 10 15 pounds. I don't have anything for the lower range. And then yeah. you think, is that is that is that a flawed way of thinking? Because you create something just for what, that price range. There was um 
you guys did the convention episodes a few shows back and there was a comment in there by the guest which was about uh making comic conventions uh for families and kids and stuff and i remember tony saying something along along the lines of you know should it be for comic fans are we losing our way blah 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 um and one of the bits in it was that yeah you know we should have comics for kids and and families that are buying at the show like from meanwhile there's lots of families Mm. i'm not a hundred i don't think that's true personally i think um that um i I say that because i'm a parent and my books are about the kids you know the child-friendly books are full of color nice and big and i did that specifically for kids a parent goes around a show if every table's got an eight pound book on it they're not going to buy that much because it's bloody expensive. They go to yeah, the yeah. Evington's table, drop 50 quid, and then that's it. Done. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm cool with that, but then you're kind of left with the older crowd or the kind of comics fan, and then you're like, fuck, I haven't got anything for these guys. I've kind of focused my attention on trying to hook kids and family people in and try and be family-friendly all the time. And, it's interesting know. that we're, we're now... Because the convention seasons are back upon us, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it, before 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 COVID hit, convention season t- seemingly was the whole year, wasn't it? You know, there were so yeah. many conventions. We were sort of talking about them almost every week. But we have had that period where we haven't had any. So creating books is a, is a different monster to me. Yeah. I um I was reading something by Seth the other day who says you should make art for yourself. And almost like saying art for art's sake. Mm. And I think if you've got it in your head about selling it i kind of think for us anyway maybe not for the big companies i, I mm. kind of think it's almost the wrong motivation sometimes um creating something that's original and fresh and interesting and dynamic and beautiful and scary or whatever it's going to be you know thought-provoking mm. is maybe my first in you know my yeah, first in- intuition that. And then it'll be like, well, what cover looks good? What will show up on the table? Then it's kind of, it moves over a little bit into that. But I think if we stick to art for art's sake to start with and play with that creative process, like I've, I've been lucky enough to do with Daryl, I kind of, yeah. I find that more, um, makes me happier, I suppose, as a creator, maybe more satisfying, yeah. you know? I agree. I think, um, you know, I absolutely fucking love making comics. I love the convention. I love going around. I love the buzz. I love every single thing about it. I wouldn't be doing it for seven years if I thought it was rubbish. Yeah. And it is great, great fun. I think, um, like, kind of what Vince and that would touch on a minute ago, 100%, when you're making your... When I used to make comics um, before, you would write things and be like, you maybe put a swear word in there or something in there and your brain would be going do 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 i put that in there because i need to sell this at the show yeah or do i hold back on that and then those words and those kind of actions really affect the tone of voice of that book it can make something that's quite in your face and edgy and exciting not if you cut all that stuff out of it you know, maybe or, water it down a little bit, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it loses its edge, I think, sometimes. If that's it may be just in your own head sometimes. and it, mm. I know it, it just in your own head sometimes is enough for it to affect mm. your attitude and, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did it with the Hawk Chronicles. The amount of people who told me not to call it that. But it, I had this sort of straight vision is that's what I wanted to call it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it worked out, I think, for me in the end from a creative point of view, not usually from a sales point of view. But, yeah. There, there's... Um... 
there's something that I always say. If if anyone's got a catchphrase that they've used always, you know, or a word of wisdom throughout their life, the only one that I've got is with, and it normally, I say it when it comes to like people's sense of humour or their comedy, things like that. And I, th- but I think it applies to lots of things, especially the comics. It's know your audience, mm. and uh, and I think like if if you know exactly what you're aiming for, then do it. Don't hold back. Don't think, oh, is this going to you know this is going to appeal to these people but will it appeal to those other people that's that's yeah. watering down yeah. you know the, the purity of like you know if if you want to do a balls to the wall fucking exploitation 70s grindhouse comic that's going to appeal to that audience i mm. mean the, the hellbound yeah. media guys they, you know you see their table there's there's loads of different types of horror comics on there and there's something they know exactly what they're aiming for. Something like Slaughterhouse Farm is very different yeah. from Mandy the Monster Hunter. Well, if you try and make something for everyone, you're, you're literally yeah. making it for no one. Yeah. You can't make yeah. everyone isn't a person. You yeah. can't. If yeah, just to try and hit the broadest demographic possible, you're going to likely produce something yeah. really anodyne yeah. and just says nothing. And I, th- I guess I, th- I think you're oh, sorry, Dad. Um, I That's think right. you want obviously we're saying like you know create what you want to create because mm. that's the important thing um but we're also i think comics also are they can be a very personal thing they can also be they can also be a connection mm. um for instance if you if you want to create this sort of comic there's someone in the world that probably wants to read that sort of comic you were creating mm. yeah and as soon as you as someone someone picks out the comic goes oh you should love this stuff you know i love this kind of stuff immediately there's there's the icebreaker isn't there there's that you know so yeah. e- i think even the important thing is always make it for yourself but don't do you, don't, if don't you, be ashamed it, to have an audience well, i don't think well let me put this question out there if you made the best comic you've ever made yeah you're yeah. the most proud of it you think it works the best mm-hmm. and nobody bought it even though you had it on say five convention tables mm-hmm. would that it would that affect your opinion of it yes no. <laughs> well, there's, there's, there are two differences there. So let's start with V. Why, why would it affect your opinion? Um, and I think it, it's purely down to uh, self-confidence. That's what that would, yeah, um, that would yeah. be massive. Because if you... Um, it's such a blood, sweat and tears and you just pour your heart into these books and, and into these comics and I think we've all um, created stuff that you think... You look at it and, it, you know, sometimes it's a comic, sometimes it's just one piece of artwork and you think... I'm so proud of this. And when people see it on the table, they're going to see what I see in it. And then when they walk past and don't even look at it, you just think, am I, yeah. looking, am I looking in the... Is there something <laughs> wrong with the way... You know, you do... Yeah. You start you to doubt... doubt do you may, maybe doubt yourself? Is totally, that, would it, totally. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think that's what it is. Um, yeah. I mean, We've I, got I, a whole I've fucking weekend about that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, D? You... What about you, D? You said well, I, yeah, it's different from doing the con thing. But for years, obviously, I did Vanguard purely as a web comic, mm. and that yeah. was like shouting into the void. I didn't know how many people I was kind of reaching to. I could only yeah, like yeah. rely on the site's statistics, and they told that told me very little. And I was still fucking punching the pages like two pages a week, just yeah. banging it out for years and years and years. And I would have carried on just doing it for years and years and years. But like, you, I I don't know. If, I, I was getting readers saying I really like this, but it's like, well, they might have only been making this for three people. It's like, well, if those three people are enjoying it, I'm still going to fucking keep making it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, and that's, I mean, that's fantastic, and that's why Vanguard is still one of the best web comics out there, and 
you should all be reading it. Um, yeah. But because you were exclusively webcomic, and I know you can get the, the printed copies now, you'll be able to get print cop- copies at Thought Bubble this year. Uh, see, but if you were just say you weren't a webcomic and you were exclusively print comics or you know just a digital stuff, do you think that might have? Do you think that might have? No, I tell you what, when. When you put when you you're doing print copies, you're fucking putting skin in the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. When I'm doing the webcomic, I'm burning up my time, but there's no there's no kind of loss, as it were. Uh, it's interesting though, Dan, because you're you've always done your books as like fucking books, haven't you? Like you haven't yeah. gone in like <laughs> you you could have actually like had the whole of Vanguard done in like chapters, and then had like two pound, two pound, two pound, two pound, two pound, two pound. But you're like, nah, it's twenty quid, mate. <laughs> Just the box, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah they're, they're people killers, aren't they? Your books, you could fucking. Yeah, we need, well, we do need the big uh, hard cover, hard cover slipcase, essentially. Yeah. At some point, don't we? Yeah. It's yeah. the uh, coming down to uh, getting the stuff pr- printed through Mixum. When I first mm. got the, the the book one done, like I had to charge twenty pound to like virtually make nothing on it because of the printing yeah, costs. I remember. Now going through Mixum, I can get it done. Like uh, I'm selling it like fourteen pounds, and yeah. and have money going into my pocket from the sale. Yeah. So it's kind of like you got to choose the printer you're going with, yeah, to kind of yeah. get in, what you want out of it. In regards so to I, that answer, can I can I give a a middle of the road one? Is that sometimes I I feel I think maybe it's because I'm old and grumpy and hate everyone, but sometimes I feel, have you seen the people out there? You know, they wouldn't <laughs> understand this. You know, it wouldn't almost I almost have that sort of antagonistic you know if nobody's buying it well fuck them they're all idiots you know? yeah but then yeah. sometimes in the cold you know in the you know in the, at 2 a.m in the morning i'm thinking why is no one liking this you know you yeah. sometimes do think oh you know occasionally you give in to that self-doubt don't you, you yeah know, well, it's a little so, bit of both for me yeah, yeah i think so i think of myself I, so when we started when i started doing the kind of more underground stuff with tony and then the kind of mini comics that i started doing um the start of doing that um i remember having this kind of not down moment but this kind of like contemplative week where i was like what am i doing like what do i want to do right what do i what did i like about comics and i remember like the old shows used to go to where it felt like really diy proper punky underground on the fringe and i love that i'm the person that is i love you know i'll find something that i love and then as soon as it becomes mainstream, I drop it like shit. Cause I'm like, I don't know. That's not me anymore. Yeah, it's mainstream. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Like I'm, it's, it's not cool anymore. And that's how I kind of felt about my comics. I was like, it's going a bit too mainstream and it, this is bad. And I then thought to myself, I was like, I like to be in punk. I was like, yeah, I need to be more punk. I need to be more. I, I like metal. I like punk. I like underground things. I like, things that annoy people that i like i like i like things that people don't like but i like them i love that because then i feel like i'm edgy <laughs> i know it sounds ridiculous yeah but when i'm at a convention and i see people like the meanwhile was the first one where i i had my alternative books there and there are people come in and look in and open it and then walking away and i didn't give a shit because i was like you're not punk like they'd come <laughs> to the table and i'm like you're not going to get this and then people would come up and I'd see what T-shirt they're wearing or there'd be something about them. And like the graph guys would come up and they'd pick it up, nod and then buy a copy. And I'm like, yeah, it's found the right place. Like, OK, you're, you're my guy. But then my worry was like, there's only five people like this at this show. 
<laughs> we did. Have, we did have a few panics, didn't we? We had kids with yeah. and we had a bit of a panic on. Yeah, yeah. Me and Falfi were like literally like lunging across the table. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't open that. No, no, please. <laughs> we did have one bloke come over and go. Um, Hercules, have you got the license for that? And I went, oh, it's a fucking Greek god, you bellend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some people just don't There's... understand that, do they? No. <laughs> so that's loads of Hercules in comics. Yeah. 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 Like you can have loads of Thor as long as he doesn't like have the, the Uru I love Malik that. And... I love yeah. that people think that Thor came from fucking Marvel. Like <laughs> Marvel comics, yeah. yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Like Loki, it's like, oh, Loki's he was a great character, wasn't he? Like, well, he's actually conjured up about fucking thousands of years ago. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got Satan in this comic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I well, the comics call it the, mag- the Magia, not the Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the only one you haven't mentioned, Daryl, is the um, the Hank we did for the DUI. So oh, that was a bit of fun. So the, oh. duck, the duck fucking incident we had. Fuck a duck. Sarah, Sarah actually sent me a message saying that she blushed at the end of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. And he's sliding her knickers down. Oh, <laughs> Not Sarah's knickers, incidentally. No. Yeah. Sorry, Sarah. Oh, Sarah's knickers. He has got a sex wig, though, here. That's the rumour. <laughs> I was on an American podcast with uh, with uh, Pete Dory the other day on Shah's podcast, and even Pete mentioned a sex wig on that one. <laughs> She's like, oh god, I'm gonna get a piece tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, rightfully, love you, Sarah. rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so obviously, um, now that you've uh, you've you've switched directions in your comic yeah. comic making, mm-hmm. has it been a real sort of revitalization um, of your enthusiasm for um, just the medium itself? Yeah, yeah, it's been beautiful. I've loved it. It's um like reignited uh my kind of enthusiasm and purpose again mm. um because I've, I've got loads of books like, like more adult material and like all like everyone really like you know i was thinking about this because tony sent over a few kind of ideas of the discussion points tonight and i was sat there and i was thinking you know <clears throat> when i was growing up like younger we used to watch like south park and um those sort of uh i don't know what fucking channel that was on comedy central wasn't it yeah uh robot chicken things like that archer um and they're just they're childish aren't they like the creators are apps are big kids and i was like i'm a a big kid like a massive man child so why can't things be adult but still completely ridiculously stupid yeah. And I think it's like letting go of that and just having like I'm actually having fun doing it and I'm not thinking about sales. I'm not thinking where it's going to go or, or anything at all. I'm just thinking, let's make a good comic that I can send to my friends and they just laugh about, really. Um, yeah, I think there's precedence in the comics world as well. I mean, we've we've always seen that element you know since the, the birth of the underground you know with with crumb and everyone yeah from from yeah. that joe matt and all these sort of guys pete yeah. bag and we've always seen that and i actually i mean something i know that um Forpy's involved in is 
is the rise of that again. So we're seeing from jumping out of kayfabe, we're seeing the gutter boys, yeah. um, we're seeing strangers, we're seeing bubbles, we're seeing all these sort of things. And I know you're on the, um, I'm on it as well. We're both on the Discord for um, gutter the gutter boys. boys, aren't we? Yeah, I'm um, in the new anthology for Halloween as well. Oh yeah, oh, oh, good. Brilliant. Yeah, got a couple of pages on that. So oh, nice uh, man. Four pages yeah. overseas. so it's really and big shout out to um eddie from strangers because i'm seeing him on friday but the it's it's become a real movement that the and i actually think some of it is frustration with the banality of mainstream comics now where it used to be it used to be the growth of ideas you know we had steve gerber and all these sort of guys you know even the marvels and dc were really you know dark knight you know, everything was just swamp thing. Everything was growing, you know, vertigo. We were really pushing the medium, but everyone sort of pulled back on that and is too scared to do anything. And the places that are doing it are the piece, are places, once again, yeah. like we've seen on the fringes of the, the hobby. Um, yeah. And there's, there's not all perfect, to be honest with you. It's not, yeah. all, it's not all genius, but there's some just really interesting stuff. I, I think, think you want to read, like for me, I want to read something that makes me laugh and bring something to my day. It doesn't have to be amazing. I just want to mm. have a, a cheap yeah. laugh or like a scary story that actually makes me scared. Or, you know, if someone's going to do a, a diary comic, like um, Tony recommended Minimum Wage by Bob Fingerman, which is insanely good. Yeah. But it's like, it's things like that where you read it and you just think that someone's put something into that that's just genuine really like yeah. they genuinely wanted uh, to create that not see the gap Ron in the market sort of like yeah earnest like a creator earnestly trying to tell something or do something interesting imaginative or, or trying to pass a message along and stumble not quite get it quite right rather than get product that feels like it's gone through a committee process or yeah. it has to tick boxes or, or it runs past an edit so we can't do this this and this because <laughs> that that won't fly I said, like, yeah. well, that's the, the strength of for a small press and independence is you can do whatever the fuck you want. And I mean, you've got to you've got to hand it to Fantagraphics at the moment. The stuff yeah. they're putting out is fucking nuts. I mean, Red yeah. Room and um, Crisis Zone, and what's that one you had, Tony, with the talking knickers? Um, oh, um, what's that one? Like, I mean, Fantagraphics just... and Fantagraphics and to a lesser extent, Drawn and Quarterly for me really yeah. have been the leaders for quite yeah. a few years now. They're they're the the companies and maybe Top Shelf third. They're the companies that I'd want to be published by. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's been and I think what's been really cool as well is um, like Gosh in London. Uh, I don't frequent there very much. I buy mainly online, but they even seem to get some pretty obscure things in. And so does um, uh, what they called uh, Fans or. No, oh, the, oh yeah the Brighton one yeah so from that i got was it uh birth of the bat wasn't it i bought <laughs> yeah fucking yeah. hell man talk about i won't even describe it vince because you'll just cut me off i think it's, <laughs> it's it's that hardcore i I read it and i sent tony a message like you've got to buy this yeah i can't i can't unsee what i've seen it's that bad but it's <laughs> equally brilliant like fair play <laughs> i tell you what we're seeing a lot as well is we are seeing a crossover with the the more crazier fringes of manga as well i think you yeah. know the underground creators who are coming up they are educated by crumb and klaus mm-hmm. and burns and all these people but they've also got a finger in that crazier manga world as well um the manga's fucking nuts man like i've got yeah. some yeah. manga stuff that like chainsaw man all this sort of thing at the moment oh, yeah God. yeah yeah they just seem to be able to get like violence and emotion and speed into things and i can't 
I, I look at them and I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then I draw it. I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mate, I'm fucking there all the time. Yeah. Think, fucking, oh, that's amazing. Then you look at yours and it's like, well, that looks like a fucking mess. <laughs> 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 I, I genuinely think we've got to, I think, you know, in the in, not American comics format, but that, you know, we're all followers of that to a certain extent. I think maybe we should be, you know, certainly Marvel and DC should be paying a bit more attention, maybe change up a format, format here and there because you could easily have Daredevil beating someone up. Or fighting with someone in the format of a manga comic, and it would be oh, God, full of energy, wouldn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. It would. rooftop sort of parkour, yeah, fight, yeah, with that style, yeah, it'd be amazing, yeah, it'd be really cool. So, um, so yeah, so one of the so the re- the start for the mini comics that I did, yeah, um, was off the back. So I, me and Tony and Adam were on. Uh, baboonsville radio which is on you get through uh patron uh the tribute press patron uh yeah. subscription we're chatting on there and i was hunting around i was like what can i find a bit different a bit obscure in my collection I was, and oh look i've got jim Ford's 40 ounce comics I'd, and i i kind of skimmed it before but i'd never really you know you, you buy these things don't you you kind of skim read some of them and then you yeah. take them down and don't bother anyway i dived in and read the intro and everything and the intro was the best bit because it kind of said, here's a series of comics that Image had printed. Um, it was back in the day when I used to go around to various comic shops and see my mates and we'd all make mini comics, staple them together. And then we'd basically trade mini comics of each other at, at the weekend along when we're buying like our big two stuff. Uh, here's a collection of the mini comics that came out of that era. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, that's <laughs> fucking amazing like imagine like share imagine having a load of these little printed comics going to a show and just being like here you go mate oh yeah i love that i'll trade you for this yeah i'll trade you for that and my brain was just i couldn't handle the joy of what that would be like going to a comic <laughs> shop and just you know totally coming up to me and being like well here's some flesh and ink what have you got i've got pussy man fierce i've got lips they're gone and i'll have lips off you sort of thing and i, I was just like this is the best thing ever so i basically <laughs> drew pussy man fist like i was just like literally like it i was like oh, i've got to do this now <laughs> i did that and i sent it out to like loads of people and every single person got back to me and went holy fucking christ what's yeah, this one, man yeah i love that one. this is yeah. really good i didn't think i was going to read this from you um wow uh it's really aggressive are you all right? Kind of, <laughs> you know, just really, really kind of lovely kind of stuff. And they're like, you, you know, do you, some people are like, do you want some money? I say, no, 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 it's not about that. I've, I've done this thing. Have a read. Enjoy it, man. Spread the love. And then a few people even sent me back some comics that they'd done. And all I was right. like, this is fucking great. <laughs> I'm getting free <laughs> comics. Like, you know, so there is something there. Where I was just, I wanted to make... Something it didn't take long, you know. It's definitely um, happening, man. I walked around um Gosh yesterday with Adam and we were looking at all the you know, the mini right. comics and the self you know. invite. <laughs> oh. I'm down the oh, no, road. trouble in paradise. And uh what it's like, lads on tribute press. Tell you what, <laughs> come and do a show of us and look after the table, we walk around, but go to Gosh. Yeah, walk around. Yeah. Um and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you left me anyway. Don't give me that. You left me with that fucking maniac. Um, the 
and he was saying, oh, this bloke, have you seen this one? He's, you know, I've been chatting to him on Instagram. Have you seen this one? You know, I've been chatting to this bloke on the, 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 the Gutter Boys Discord and stuff like that. And there's loads of people out there that are making some really, I've got two actually to talk about later, but they're making some really interesting stuff. And I genuinely yeah, think yeah. this is the moment when we need to, we need to concentrate on this stuff sometimes, you know? Yeah. Cool, yeah. read your other comics as I do, but yeah. there's a lot going on there that will inspire. I know? guess this is why I love this podcast, because this is what it's all about, isn't it? It's about bringing these obscure small facets of the comics thing to the top and letting everyone know about it because otherwise like people like me you make this stuff and maybe a handful of people that you know see it but other than that it kind of just sits there yeah not really doing much so what's the score with this halloween thing you're doing halloween thing oh right yeah yeah yeah. yeah, Yeah, so basically uh the gutter boys did a shout out on the discord and said we're doing uh a Halloween anthology, two pages max. Um, all money raised is going to go to Dogs Charity. Um, go to this page, register your interest. Uh, we'll have a look and, you know, let you in sort of thing. So I basically did. I was like, I think I did that, was it July? But you so, hadn't been there that long, hadn't you? had you, I think. But no, they were about sort of, a week. Yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> True 4P fashion. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so... I think that was in like June or July. Uh, they said, "Yep, yeah, two pager." So I did my two pager that week, and they messaged me back and said, "Cool, I've done it. Uh, where do I send it?" And they went, "Oh, dude, uh, uh, well, we're not going to take it till like October." I was like, "But well, I've done oh. it." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've put the pages up, and yeah, it's it's been amazing. So they sent the proof out to me this week, and there's some really good shit in there. Oh, like, nice. Okay. Yeah, some of it's like kind of um, amateur dra- amateur kind of style of drawing, but then really good storylines. And some of it's like me, where it's like the storyline's okay, but the drawings kind of holds it up a bit. So, but I think it's like 64 pages or something crazy. So, oh, wow. okay. um, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And um, thingy, um, Matt Simmons is on there as well. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, he's on. You should hit him up. He's hilarious. So, uh, he's on there and he was like, oh, Forpy, don't worry. Uh, I'll get the, the copy sent to me and then I'll send you a copy down. So so he's back in it as well. I don't think he's in it, but I think he's backed it. So. Ah, brilliant. That's cool. Um, nice. Yeah, it's proper cool, Matt. Like the Discord, it's not as good as the Slack, the awesome Slack group, I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> because. Well, the Discord is um, it's everything, isn't it, Tony? It's not just yeah. comics. It's like... There's a Sopranos channel on there, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Sopranos, yeah. there's sports, there's trading cards, there's, you know, and it's, like, and it's like a hive of energy, whereas the pod slack is like comics and comics chat and about creators talking to creators. It's amazing. So I think... But it's all positive, which is awesome. But, so I left Twitter... Uh, uh, August, I was like, "Fuck, fuck social media! I'm done. I'm up. I'm, t- I'm bored of this shit. I'm, I'm going for a bit." So I yeah. put a post up just saying, "I'm out for a bit, but I'll see you soon." And then I came back in September to Instagram because I'd kind of missed it a bit. I was like, oh, "I do like Instagram. There's some good shit on there." But yeah. I haven't actually gone back to Twitter because I haven't actually a thought about it and b I just missing now. What 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 am I getting? What am I getting from it? You know, like I, yeah. I, I share my work on there, and some people retweet it, but I don't get any sales from it. And then the rest of the time, there just seems like people just shouting on there, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. I, I I remember logging in and just getting angry at it, 
and I'm not the person to uh, dive into a conversation because I'm like, there's not, I've got nothing positive to say. So, you know, I was always told, you've got nothing I'd say, don't say anything. So sure on Twitter, him, I'm yeah. usually just quiet. I'm like, there's no point engaging in this. We right have like now. those trending things and it's literally just to get people wound up and start arguments. Oh, and it's yeah. just like, why do, we, why do we need this platform? It's, especially did, nowadays. I know. I did piss myself because um, I came into work. It was, I was doing a job up in... Um, up north a few weeks ago it's when instagram and facebook went down oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and i had no idea because i'm not on it that much anymore <clears throat> sorry and i came back and woke up in the morning and i looked at my phone and everyone on instagram had put pictures up this is my twitter bio there's not much going on but at least it's a safe place where you can find me i was like what the fuck is going on me. I, yeah i read read about it i was like really like you're that desperate Mate, social fucking, media yeah. that that you can't it's six hours man like fucking if your life's coming off the rails because you haven't got social media for six hours you need to fucking make it I know. part I know. of me was thinking it, i hope this happens to twitter soon as well <laughs> it did uh impact us in as much that whatsapp went down as well which was like yeah, yeah. oh fuck yeah, yeah. well the slack got that. busier didn't it i think it, it improved the slack experience because it got really busy on there yeah. yeah i just found it amazing that i was like people are now panicking that if this goes yeah. where's all my shit and like what how am i going to survive and it's like the, this is ridiculous yes yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a nothing yeah it's a bit like the whole fuel crisis and a lady at work was like but daryl like if you can't get fuel for your car how the hell are you going to get to work and i was like bus <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk. Really, 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 I'll use Zoom like I've done for the last year and a half in COVID. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the world's not going to end. <laughs> yeah. be all right, man. <laughs> yeah. But people are like that. They may not. They think it's been a really hard few years. So I completely understand why people get a bit panicky about this, these sort of things. And do you think, V, that's like what you want to move away from stuff that's all kind of like down and fucking grim and have uh, like some more. Uplifting I, I think so. Life's fucking hard enough. Do you know what I mean? You walk, you walk outside your front door yeah. and you just think, "What's the point?" And then go back in again. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I, and I don't. I, sometimes I don't want them. Like, there's so many times I know there's a lot um, of brilliant films on my watch list that I haven't watched yet because they're grim. And yes, I know yeah. these are fantastic yeah. films. I know they're probably perfectly executed, and I've heard nothing but good things. I'm just not in the mood to watch that yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes it's got to stick with pornography that's the only way to cheer yourself at least they have a happy ending yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 sometimes they only last like a couple of minutes what, what? minutes what, uh, stud it's like you know they did that stud. DC fandom they did the DC fandom and then they did like the Batman trailer and I thought that looks really good but it's like every iteration of Batman they make it darkier moodier and more grim and gritty which yeah. you can get away with Batman, but it's like, yeah. where does where does this go logically? The end of this, and of course, oh, yeah. the, the hundreds of millions they're they're churning into uh, the Rock playing the Rock for like the fiftieth time. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, although that is a nice segue oh. to my question for this. Oh, week. you which you haven't shared. It's a secret question. <laughs> well, it's not. Well, I did yeah. have two, but we kind of okay. covered some of one at the very okay. beginning of the of the chat. I've got a bonus question after you, Vince. Oh, hello. Two questions. Unbelievable. Going off paste. That's uh, that's the Forpy effect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 crazy now. 
Okay. <laughs> Let's hear the question, V. Now, obviously, we don't talk about comics and other media on this show. It's all about comics. However, this question. You get one choice in this. A comic of yours, a creation of yours, is going to, is going to be licensed and turned into another form of media. Yes. What would it be? You get one. Mm. Um, I'll I'll just go first to to start us off, just to get the, the sort of ball rolling. I would have uh, just the Red Mask from Mars as a side-scrolling video game beat 'em up, much like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or uh, Double yeah, Dragon: Streets of Rage, that kind of thing. That you know, something that would just be super fun. Now, this also extends to action figures. Uh, bo- oh, okay. novels, books, it can be anything. Just that uh, I got one. something of yours is going to be turned into one other thing. What is it turned into? I've got one. It's going to be uh, Atomic Hercules, the rock musical. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. <laughs> that works. That, that uh, done... <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I knew this question was going to be good. <laughs> that is. Oh. You, can hear, you can hear me up the front belting out a few show tunes yeah. is, it, is it full yeah. of original music or is it one of those using hmm. contemporary music well I think maybe there are a couple of Abba or Steps songs that I think would work in it yeah <laughs> Abba or Steps yeah um, but I think mostly it would just be original <laughs> like you remember when everyone realised that um, Clint Eastwood couldn't sing in Paint Your Wagon I think it would be similar to that yeah <laughs> Hedwig and the Angry Inch, but you know that sort of move to it. You know, I'd like to see uh, "We Will Rock You" in there. That'd be good. Ah, oh, be good. Working yeah. on the rock theme. Yeah, yeah. We, we could Came subvert some of the language. I you would know, we, love... we will fuck you. Yeah, I you know, would like love to see one of the theatres in London have one like like a giant statue of Hercules fucking yeah, something, <laughs> getting noshed off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you. Okay. Good question. Next. Who's up next? Who's up, who's up next? Adam, again. I'd, oh, I'd, yeah. I'd have uh, Viper as a uh, Saturday afternoon TV show that went out on <laughs> oh, ITV nice. at about half past six. Now, yes. would you keep it? Would you that. keep the content the same, Dan? Uh, no, I might have to be taking the edges off it, but like the, uh, the, the sort of trying to be slightly subversive of 80s material. Yeah, I would. Uh, that's what I put it out. It, it, it would be more like the Street Hawk Night Rider that that influenced the actual comp there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh just yeah, that would be out. good. Yeah. Or if you wanted to kind of add it up, you'd put it like on Netflix and Prime and just have it as it is. Yeah. Maybe or, I'd like to see or, that more. Or the Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> but then, like the budget, like almost gets quartered. Oh yeah, we no, we yeah. we use the budget from all the other shows. They can fuck off and have like pence while all the money's put into Viper. See, <laughs> uh, their CGI budget won't hurt though, because if you've ever watched a sci-fi film, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Thorp, what? I think um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one between um, Pussy Manfis and Bugman. But I think I'd go Bugman the porno. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably that. Yeah. I'd I think like Bugman would be a like... good Toho Studios movie as well. Yeah, that's just to say that. Like, Toho Studios are made like in the yeah. 60s style. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, film. it would be like... Yeah, the Go-Go like, Go Girls. Kind of, yeah. yeah, it'd be kind of like bad, kind of old-school Godzilla budget kind of thing, I think, in my in my brain. Oh, my so kind God. Of like, yeah. yeah. 
think that'd be pretty awesome. I mean, if, yeah. if you were, I can see um, like an Errol versus Evil as kind of like a like a experimental hip hop album, like the Gorillas, just Ooh. telling the story through all all those yeah. songs and stuff. Yeah, that'd work. Interesting, yeah. interesting fact. I worked with a band uh, on such a project, but then. Um, they got bailed because they're worried about lawsuits against the gorillas. Oh, okay. Oh, really? True. Really? Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, I built like a whole world and I had like eight characters um, and the music was basically based in this street and it's about being in this club and they had different acts coming on at different times. So it wasn't like a band, but it was these different uh, groups and each band person had their own kind of style, basically, the, uh, in this actual real band. Um, and I basically pulled all this uh, stuff together and it was done under a record label um, and it was about to kind of go and they were just like, it's, we're, we're, we're going to get like, just told it's gorillas and it's going to flop. So we're going to pull the plug on it. So. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. Hmm. It's a shame, but then equally, you know, it was good fun. Why? You know, yeah, plus it's, yeah, you've got, it's an experience, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah, um... yeah, exactly that. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. I did have um, Arrow out. I've got the... Um, animation uh kind of pitch doc for errol so i've got i think like five six episodes written and like tons and tons of work done that like i think it's like a 30 30 or 40 page kind of pitch doc that not every you don't see that all the 40 pages it's kind of done in stages of like how far it gets to and that got pretty far but then Mm -hmm. just it got to the point where someone's kept kept getting do you have an agent and i was like no they went we can't take this even though we want to take it because you need an agent to represent you legally and i was like well, i can't get an agent like we can't look at this again then we can't take it further so yeah that's the that's the animation world for you. that is interesting yeah yeah i wonder i wonder if there's um i mean that that's a that's a sort of really frustrating limbo to be in isn't it really to have these yeah yeah it's fine though i think it's just that's just the way I, I I think like everything, isn't it? It's like whenever we talk about these big companies, they've got to function. And the yeah. problem is if, if I send through an unsolicited thing and they've got another animation in the works and it gets made and I'm like, you fucking dicks. Like I sent you a skeleton yeah. of a sword like yeah. two months ago. Now this has come out. You've had me like, I think it just, they're just, don't want that shit to happen do they really yeah no god you you like the old uh the lies halfway around the world before the truth's got your shoes on like yeah. all you need to do is like yeah. stick that on social media and this like damage is already being done yeah bloody exactly. hell dan that was a yeah. quote where'd you get that from yeah. i can't I've, that's been used a fair bit i, I can't quite remember oh, where it's, it's, it's something like that yeah, right, man, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, yeah. Was that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah. More knowledge dropped from Dan Butcher there. there you go. Yeah. So, write that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make, make a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, can you imagine a world where the, those four things existed? You know? It'd be a better world. That would be a better world, wouldn't it? Imagine It'd us at the premiere of the rock opera. Oh, oh. God, yeah. Platforms, flares... Yeah. Rugby yeah. shirts, we'd look amazing. They'd be banned. <laughs> <laughs> I did have big. If I'd have won the Euro Millions like I was supposed to on Friday, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. It would have been one of the things to bring all these projects to life. But they once again slapped me in the face and said, "You're not winning this year, this time, Dan." No, so fuck them. 
Yeah. Ne- next time, eh? Next time. Yeah. Although, next time. You know, we'd probably just make loads more comics if we had the money, rather than like a. Sorry, oh, and buy loads more. Well, yeah. I rang him up and said I thought I was supposed to be winning the fucking lottery this time. And he went, "Well, Dan, meet us halfway. Buy a fucking ticket." I <laughs> <laughs> also love the fact they know you by first name. Yeah, <laughs> constantly harassing. I, I think I, if I, yeah, I think if you, if I had like that sort of do re me, I would definitely be like hooking Tony up with like unbelievable artists just for the sheer hell of it. Be like, yeah, got it. Yeah. Hi, Tim Vigil. Yeah, I've got a guy here, Tony. He's going to yeah. uh, send you some scripts over. Like, we're going to make it happen. You know? Yeah, that comic with Miller would be on the cards, wouldn't it? Yeah, I can exactly imagine that. just yeah. contacting some artist like uh, from Brazil or something who puts their work up on Facebook and says, "Right, quit your job. You're fucking doing yeah. this comic yeah. time yeah. now." I'll do that for a laugh anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 They say, oh, yeah. "When's the money coming through?" Then I delete the profile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Details. Yeah, details. Well, I bought a yeah. ticket this week, so hopefully I'll, I'll let you know when uh, when the check comes in. <laughs> He'd be in a ter- he'd be in a terrible mood now when his money his money don't come through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bought a ticket, you bastards. He <laughs> said, uh, "I can't remember if he told me in secrecy, so I'm not sure if you repeat that." But basically, like, employ artists off of Facebook, and then when they got a couple of pages of them, just fucking ghost them. I was like, "Well, that's not fucking cricket, is it?" That's a bit annoying. Oh, There's no no one that we know did that. Or I know right, okay. someone yeah. retelling the story of someone they heard doing that yeah so let's start with that but we mm. we did have another um small topic before we get on to the other sh- uh, uh the show. Oh. should i quickly fire off my question before we move oh, on oh yes go on go on yeah fire in your off. opinion it's more it's to do with kickstarters do you think if you was, you was going to do uh, a kickstart would you set your goal low like a thousand pounds to make sure it hit the target or 500 pounds or whatever or put it higher at four grand and that's how much it costs. That's going to cover the costs. Considering if you do the low target, if it hits its target, more more people are likely to back it, and you think people ask the success, all that stuff. Personally, yeah. I would, um, you know, I can, I can see the logic for some people saying, "Oh, we were we were funded within twenty four hours," and um, yeah. <laughs> and there's there's certain certainly fair play. You know, you got to have a lot of confidence and a lot of balls to do that. Um, for for me, there's you know, if you don't make the money to get it all printed and stuff, then it's completely. You know, if you're doing something like that, then you're you're digging out of your own pocket, which you kind of kicked. You were crowdfunding to sort of not do that anyway. Yeah. Um, because there's no there's no guarantee that you you know you know between one k and four k. That's that's a lot of uh, yeah. There's a lot of space between that. Me me personally, I would I would. You know, if, if once I've done all the maths, which would take about six months, um, whatever it costs to, to make would be the the goal. And if it I do look make, at some people, it. I do look at some people and think, why is it so high? Yeah. You know, it's like mm. especially when you know it's like a one man band or a two person band. You know, they must they must have done the art already. In fact, in some cases I know they have. Yeah. I'm like, why have they put it so high? I'm I'm, I'm sometimes confused by them. Sometimes um, I, I think sometimes it's like they want. Some people, and I, I don't have no examples of this, of course, as always, people. But um, you know, we all want that glossy finish to our print um, book, yeah. or, or you know, the foil. 
but that should be a stretch goal. That shouldn't be a yeah. Shouldn't be like they sh- you yeah. Just, yeah, you should get a basic printing because because that, that almost doubles the fucking cost straight away completely. from getting that printed. Yeah, yeah. Like, stretch goals are a pain it. in the ass as well, man. I do no, get. I, yeah. I mean, oh. it's weird actually. One of the issues I have, like when people put glossy shit all over their books, is the book isn't very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm like, what an amazing like you know bit of printing, and I'm like it's not really worth it like you should have just and sometimes i think that ruins so for example like my mini comics are stapled and they're just done they're printed professionally but they're just done on like standard stock right yeah because that's that's the level of comic it is that's Mm, you pick it up you understand what you're picking up you're buying it for a pound 50 or whatever it is and that's like the level of story that's in it it's meant to be funny a quick read and that's it whereas like george mayhem is like 60 pages it's a deep story it's quite you know it's got a bit of substance Mm. to it so therefore it needs that packaging to be like this is a kind of semi-serious it's almost a graphic novel isn't it not really like that word that much but yeah i know what you mean yeah i mean yeah a high will put me off definitely yeah yeah so if you're sort of like a one-man band or whatever and you're asking for 30k to bring your comic book to press I like well. I want to see that fucking breakdown graphic at the end and what this yeah. money's been spent on. Because <laughs> yeah. occasionally, can... yeah. Sorry, man. Go on. Sorry. You could live off that. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit in, guilty of this, and I haven't done this for probably over a year. Where I have pledged to something because it's got a really high total, and I think yeah. actually, mm. well, it probably won't make that. So probably won't make that. But then <laughs> but I can oh, show. So... I show good faith by. You know. Yeah, I've supported it. I've seen people like in the kind of the the, the groups, whatever. Think well, um, that book ain't making it, but if yeah. I back it, it's not going to hit the total. But at least I fucking backed it. Yeah, which is yeah. I'm terrible. Game. I'm always saying to you two, aren't I? Yeah, I've, I've guilt backed this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to take a bit of a break because uh, like mm. finances just constantly mm. getting hammered by Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah. When it I starts think... saying you're a super backer, then you've got to think, yeah. got to rethink this. Oh, I, I think it's yeah. interesting, like, seeing the difference between projects as well, because, like, you know, we, as well as us sort of saying, oh, yeah, some of these projects have, you know, these high goals and it doesn't, you know, the, the work doesn't look as good. There will be other Kickstarter campaigns where someone has got, a, you know, not not like a peanuts goal. They've got, they've got a decent enough goal reasonable but, yeah. but the book looks bloody amazing and it and you, yeah. get, your, yeah. you get your money's worth and then yeah. you, you, there will be another campaign that's asking for the same thing but the difference in quality is quite major so <laughs> see, yeah. think, where's the money I think going? like was it like like you guys have said before as well is when you have those i so i stopped back in um uh was it killtopia i think it was because they yeah. were launching it anyway as a book on amazon so I remember yep. going on Amazon when I did Killtopia 2 and it was like pre-ordered now for like 10 quid and it was free delivery and I'm like why am I paying 12 quid on Kickstarter yeah. and there's very little old back that I know is going to be in either yeah. Diamond or Amazon uh, there's so a couple of like, people I don't mind supporting because they're buddies and I think you know that's good yeah. I don't mind paying an extra so, pound but yeah I'm not so paying those loads. totals that are really high for that book I'm like I know it's going to be an amazing book I know Dave Cook does good shit I'm going to buy it on Amazon though because it's like I'm not paying mm. that when it's over there mm. but is that figure high on Kickstarter because they're trying to like it's it comes from a company and they've got a lot of overheads. It's they've got letterers, yeah. writers, printers, yeah. editors, mm. whatever. Whereas people like us is just like it's us. 
So, yeah, you're paying yeah. for the tea lady, you're paying for the car park yeah. space in the basement, yeah. you know, it's all this sort of yeah, thing. It could well yeah, it will be, yeah. Yeah. And uh, one other thing, goodwill on Kickstarter is, is, seems to be very hard to build up, but you can fucking squander it very quickly. Oh. Yeah, I very right, quickly. Man. I see Valiant have just, just about kickstart the next um, Eternal Warrior, aren't they? What? Right, okay. Wow, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got an email saying, do you want to sign up early and then you get certain benefits on the Kickstarter? <laughs> I. I did post this up on the week there was a chap who kind of there's that fucking the wild west show which is the uh co- connecting comic book artists on facebook which is <laughs> yeah. fucking hilarious you gotta join that group but it was like a guy bemoaning the fact that no one's putting any money to his kickstarter for his comic it's like <laughs> you, you've got no art dude there's no art it's yeah and i checked out the profile and he's like back to nothing and this is the first project he's made it's like you're not this is like textbook example of how not to do this this is really yeah. bad yeah, but, I have to uh, say I I've, I've backed a few on um, Indiegogo, and apart from Mister Hazel's comic, which always comes in like on time, and I, I will keep backing that. The other ones have taken fucking ages, if not years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the time constraints and stuff seem to be a lot longer on Indiegogo. But like I say, I backed this book on uh, martial arts posters three years ago. Not not a sausage, sausage. out of them. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt if you fucking see that. Three years is yeah. way over the fucking. Yeah, no. Fucking yeah. give up, mate. I would. Yeah, yeah. But like, we, I'm not. I've not really. I've only backed a couple of things on Indiegogo, and it has, like you said, Tony. I have to kind of like keep. Oh, fucking! I can't even remember. I backed that, and then check on what's happening with it. Yeah. With Kickstarter, there seems a definite timeline. Yeah, yeah, there does. Sort of, it? I think because it it's got an app, up, I think yeah. is one of the reasons I managed to keep track of it better. Yeah. Is having an app is is a really yeah. good thing. I think. Yeah, because yeah. we were sort of chasing the Rufus Marigold who sent through their surveys today. Yeah, on, uh, that that got back to like in uh, mid July, and they've just sent out the the surveys. So it's like oh, okay, it's a fair bit of time. Yeah, it does seem fair, to be they, that they, way. they did say that it was going to get completed by the end of the year, so they're well yeah. within their, their time limits. Mm. Uh, it's often you back stuff, and if you oh, fuck me, I haven't had I haven't had that. And then actually, my recommendation tonight is one that I backed and. I didn't get the reward. I messaged the chap and he sent it through like the in the next day. Oh, <laughs> what, well, when, when you got the reward on it, you know, did you miss the, the I think I missed saying? it. It might, the email might come in and I yeah. missed it. Uh, oh, yeah. the survey. Oh yeah. I've done yeah. that. Or, or sometimes the digital link. If I've just, I get so I many fucking emails from yeah. Kickstarter. Yeah. You feel like saying fuck, fuck off. You know, like you're back to book. <laughs> and then like <laughs> six months later, saying, oh yeah. So I went around to my grands and was doing it. What's this got? Why are you sending me this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I saw that on, on one of the Kickstarters I've got. This I think I think it's four years late now. Is um, I got one the other day, and some bloke has said, look, mate, when are we getting this book? It's nice to get these updates and that you've drawn a bit extra and that you've been to such and such convention, but where's the book? Yeah. When is the deadline for the book? You know, I keep saying, you know, it's now three and a half years late. So where's the deadline? Yeah, and I make him right around that. I don't. I'm not worried about. Oh, right, yeah, by the way, yeah. we've just got the flats in for the colours. Nobody cares, mate. Nobody cares. It's in the book. Out. Yeah, they kind of, he's kind of got you by the jaffers. he's got your money. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was in this bloke fifty quid like three and a half years ago. Yeah, oh, so should be able to get a book in that time. Yeah, yeah. Dear. No excuse. Oh well. But now it's time to shout out some nice things. Yes. yes. So who who has do some it, shout outs? Do it, do it. Yeah, I've got a couple. Go for it. So um, we got messages by Asylum Press. Uh, they're running running a horror themed Kickstarter. 
uh, pledge to find them on uh, Kickstarter, and you can pledge to a collection <laughs> of all new horror comics. What's he laughing at now? Uh, We've just been riffing into Kickstarter, and it's like I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. horror themed comic. That seems ill timed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> vampires, zombies, and monsters. Loads of comics for your money. Search for Asylum Comics on Kickstarter. Yes, there you go. Um, we did ask him to send the comics through, but he just sent a link through of the Kickstarter. So I don't know what's happening there, but we've done our duty. Um, then the other thing is I want to shout is just released is Slain the Warped Warrior, the secret history. Kiss my axe. Uh, it's for, currently available from Pat um, from Pat Mills on Kindle. It's coming soon to a physical release. I've read it and it's brilliant. I saw Do you remember this on the, the Slack his- group? It's fucking. Yeah. So, I really want to read that because uh, that that's got so much kind of like uh, history of of our, our great isles. It, it has, and, yeah. And I want uh, to find out forty about years it. of two thousand AD history as well. You know, yeah, mm. um, absolutely brilliant. Um, another cracker. If you read his history, Pat's history of two thousand AD, um, it's it's the sim- it's a similar sort of thing, but with more in depth in relation to one character, which is just lovely. I love him just to keep doing these. You know, if he does that, all the characters, yeah, oh. if he's done, they're fucking the sellers, sellers straight away. And Slane really is one of those characters that has defied the norms in that every artist who takes it on seems to sort of make it their own again and mm. make it something fresh and new. You know, you think through all the all the amazing artists who've been on it. Um, it's one of my favourite strips, I have to say. I, I absolutely love it. And he gave me he gave me and uh, Ian Ashcroft a little shout out on it, which is very kind of. Uh, nice. I punched the ceiling in my car when I read it. It's sitting in the car. <laughs> something David. Back so. when I was getting 2000 AD, I would. That was the first one I'd go to. I remember like the, yeah, the so Simon Bisley, Simon Bisley stuff with the Horn God. I was like, yeah. fucking flip through to that straight away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's funny. Uh, Simon, Simon Bisley. I remember uh, Tony put me on some of his stuff a few years back. And he was one of those names that you hear about everywhere, but I never ever saw any of his work really. And I remember yeah. picking up the first kind of few comics of his work in it and being like, "Holy fucking Christ!" Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a crazy person. Yeah. I mean, just, he is the fucking Lobo artist to me. He's yeah. the man yeah. should be drawing all Lobo. day long, yeah. mate, all, all the time. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. He's fucking nuts. <laughs> They're my ones. There you go, Dan. Do you have any? Uh, yeah, I've got a massive shout out to Mark Abnett for doing a solid. Uh, oh, nice! Oh, good stuff. Yeah. So well done, well done, Mark. Mark, you're a legend. We fucking love yeah. you. He was a neighbour of ours at Meanwhile as well, wasn't he? Yes, he fucking was. Yeah, indeed. Fourth, have you got any shout outs? I do, yes. I would just love to say a big shout out to all the fucking cool guys on the Slack group. You guys are ledges. Yes, Keep it going. It's, they're great, isn't it? Everyone's yeah, fucking good. cool. Yeah, good. No, one, no one moans. No one gives any shit. Everyone just talks comics. It's Loads fucking... of Inktober as well. It's really good. Oh, that's been brilliant. That's been brilliant. Yeah. Who's the dude that's done the the four panels? The little white guy in it. Oh, Dan Harris. Dan, Dan Harris. Oh Dan my Harris. god, yeah, that's been... great. They're fucking brilliant, aren't yeah. they? That needs to be They're like really Kickstarter all day. Yeah, he I kickstarted he the, the yeah. first, yeah, the first awesome. one he did last year, I think, because um, you've got it, haven't you, Dan? I believe. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think I've spoke about it last year. I inadvertently gave it to my son, and yeah. he was off anyway for yeah. it, and then I thought, yeah. oh, it's quite <laughs> yeah. But there's um, some of Garrett, Garrett Lee's work on there, the Kirby yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. E and M, Zach. Uh, uh, you know, there's loads of people putting stuff up daily. My phone pings, and it's like, oh, more art in Inktober. Oh, good. You know. It's just where positive it is positivity, isn't it? In a small place. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. it's good. I uh, give a shout out to JWC because she often comes in with a point of view and opinion. 
that right. I hadn't considered. Yeah. And, and I'm like, it's really refreshing to have that kind of a different take on stuff. And she also said, where's everyone? It's, it must be 3am for yours, for you lot. And I'm yeah. bored. Yeah. 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 And as always, <laughs> and again, like huge congratulations on her wedding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So um, hopefully uh, we'll be able to get stories about it at the next drink and draw. <laughs> by three AM, I've been in bed by fucking better part of seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> seven hours. <laughs> he normally he normally gets up and goes home at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, <laughs> keeping the positivity going, it's time to recommend some comics to you lovely people. Um, now the guest usually goes first, but Tony yeah. says he's got two, so he's yeah, going to sandwich it. us all. Nice. Oh, you, you love it. Look at that. I've been there before. <laughs> 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 um, so Tony, kick us off. Okay, my first one is called Summer Special 2021. That sounds happy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. lovely. Yeah, and it's by Jonathan McBurney and Jared Cody Wolf. It's A5 full color. Um, so it is um, the first half of it is comic strips, and the rest of it is um, with a touch of fumetti, and the rest of it is kind of pinups and a couple of other things going on, which I'll talk about. It's basically a bootleg Master Universe comic. There you go. So if, coming to me, I've never seen a Master Universe cartoon. I, I've only bought a cop. I've only bought Fisto to cheer myself up at my desk. And that was probably um, a big Fisto fan. Yeah, huge Fisto fan. Now uh, it occurs when both um, the so the good guys. I had to look this up, Prince Adam and the bad guys, Skeletor's gang, decide to take a day off from fighting each other. Um, in the Royal Palace of Eternia, Adam says he knows a great spot to go to the beach. But as he says that, I don't know why this happens, to be fair, um, he begins to trip. Um, he gets the, the usual sort of effects. He's, he grows two sets of eyes. Um, he begins to cry a sort of star field, and he turns green. Um, and he says he realised that being the master of everything... Gives him a bit of a stomachache, which I make him right on. Um, and all the men, all the members of He-Man's team want to go to the beach. Even Fisto, who wants to go, he appears. So they head into their um, space pod, their travel pod. Um, but Adam is so off his tits, he has trouble steering it. Um, and <laughs> is it Onko? What's the name of the little fucking wizard? Orko. Orko. Orko, Orko t- tells Adam, Onko. you're my hero. Onko. Um, oh, sorry, I've written it. And it tells Adam... You're my hero and an inspiration to all the kids. So Prince Adam starts singing a song called Sometimes I Feel So Happy. That's a nice story, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Skeletor is getting pissed um, on what looks like red wine, and he's waiting for his gang to turn up. He's quite pissed off with them being late, and they all turn up for poker night. Um, They all sort of rag on each other and argue about what CDs to play, and it turns out the Skeletor's in Skeletor's CD collection is uh, some Peter Gabriel, some Slayer, some Motorhead, and some Kate Bush. Um, I'm just going to do a dramatic reading of one of the pages. Oh, amazing. Um, they, so they, they're talking about what they're going to do. So they're a bit bored. They've just finished. I'm bored, says some bloke with a big eye on his head. On his head, I don't know who he is. Um, and he says, should we do something? And someone says, let's go tag the palace gates. And then um, someone who looks like he's got a big jaw made of metal goes, let's play Sonic. Uh, and then, a mer- is it Merman? Is that his name? He looks yeah. like his... Green geezer. Yeah. That's yeah. it, yeah. He says, let's egg Castle Grayskull. And then a man looks like a big rabbit says, let's invest in non-renewable energy stocks. And the other one says, let's steal Cringer's kitty litter and sell it on eBay. (laughs) Um, Skeletor says, he's sitting there and he says, no, let's go to the beach. So they all head to the beach. um, And then 
they meet Masters of the Universe, Prince Adam's gang, who are all actual photographs of action figures, and they're and they're actually just the drawings, and that's the end. The end exclamation mark. And then what follows are some pinups. There's some pinups and sort of favourites of ours. Jasper Jubaville's in here. Nice. Um, uh, Patrick Sparrow's in here as well. He does a good one. We, and we're, we're we're friends with with Patrick Sparrow. Mm. My favourite of them is a double page spread of um, Josh Bayer's. Love Josh Bayer, man. Love his stuff. And that's a sort of half comic, half pinup, uh, black and red, black, white and red. Just gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Okay, I love that page. It's just really nice. Um, and then there's all these pinups, and then right at the end on the back cover, which is created. Let me just get the name of the dude who's done that. Uh, is Raymond Salvador, um, and it's a picture of uh, the day that uh, Prince Adam and Skeletor spent at the beach. So they go on the amusements, they play a bit of volley beach volleyball, they go in their car with sunglasses on, they eat lollipops, and then they sit next to each other looking a bit oiled up in some sort of sunbathing chairs almost touching hands it's yeah. uh it's quite sick the forbidden yeah. fruit <laughs> yeah i would love to see a story of like he-man and skeletal that when they're having the days off and fighting each other they go to like the gym and spot each other oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah talk about talk about their gains and what what diet they're on and what protein supplements they're taking yeah. to keep like fucking massive what you're watching he-man like yeah doing yeah. squat supports so, on Skeletor. So bro, I'm down to 0.5 body fat. So fuck, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's shredded. As a whole, it reminds me a bit of Matt Simmons, actually. It's got yeah. that sense of... Yeah, uh, I can imagine. Yeah, to yeah, it, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah. We like that stuff as well. Um, like I say, it's available through Strangers. That's where I got my copy. Um, Jonathan McBurney, you can find at king underscore of underscore nails. And Jared Cody Wolf, you can find at jared underscore cody underscore wolf i think i'm being an underscore is and it is the coolness at the moment isn't it i need to add an underscore yeah Mm. yeah that's the thing so summer special look at that what a lovely little entertaining comic that was yes sounds amazing that sounds great yeah it's very different to what the cartoons like tony i just want to warn you oh is it that's a shame Mm. yeah Yeah. it doesn't kevin smith do a lot of crying online about the cartoons Uh, oh no that's his one i'm talking about the original the og oh OG. Anyway, OG. Um, Might have a look on it on YouTube or something. Sure you yeah. uh, Thorpe, what, what would you like to recommend? Uh, hello, Vince. Um, I'd like to recommend. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I've got a book that uh, I've recently read called A Sucker Mime uh, from Behemoth Comics. Um, my legendary uh comic shop uh, strange apparitions uh, alex over there put a picture up of this book a few months ago and i was like what's that that looks cool and he's like do you want it i was like yeah and then he sent it to me and so oh, it's nice. fucking Excellent. it's one of those things where your comic supplier is very good at sending you things you would never know about yes you know? as yeah. they should be yeah, yeah. and behemoth yeah. i looked up behemoth uh comics and it looks like if Vince Hunt was a comics publisher, he would be Behemoth, I think. It's full okay. of horror. They they make, like, heavy metal LPs, fucking tapes, T-shirts, like, but mainly gritty horror comics out in America. I was you're, like, you're, you're talking my language? You're talking my language. I, it is good. I'll try and do a dramatic reading like Tony has done off the back because I'm very shit at explaining things. 
<laughs> when a couple is found brutally murdered in the Dontonori district of Osaka, Japan, two detectives from the supernatural unit of the Osaka PD must hunt down and apprehend a dangerous and murderous mime, a shadowy shapeshifter, which can take the form of the last person it ate. Who do you... <laughs> Who do you, how do you catch something so dangerous that can hide in plain sight? Written by Andy Levy, illustrated by Hugo Ajaro, a sucker mime tells a horrifying tale of your closest friend or your next door neighbor could just very well be your demise. Yes. So it's. I hate fucking, my next door neighbors, that's fine. It, it's <laughs> great. So it's basically a really. It's um, based in Osaka. Um, it's two detectives and one of them is kind of like old and smokes and hates life and then he's got a, a rookie a little bit like point break actually now i'm saying it yeah exactly <laughs> like point break fuck <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah they're basically tracking down so there's like werewolves and uh, vampires and stuff but they don't really feature that much into it other than these guys are just stumbling across these horrific like murder scenes um, and they're trying to catch this creature that basically shapeshifts from the person it last ate so um they'll find this like disgorged body try and find something on the body they can work out who that person is because they only have a finite amount of time before it goes off and eats someone else and then changes shape again um and it's packed with violence it's black and white it's about don't know how many pages it is probably i'd say for about 60 70 pages um a lot of kind of lots of grids lots of writing fucking great so yeah, yeah. Oh, but behemoth nice comics i i thought yeah. i knew the name and i just yeah like, their website shows um loads of awesome stuff in in fact they have an awesome if you're in the states they've got an awesome tour poster which is basically all their tour dates for conventions from <laughs> but it's done nice. like a like a heavy metal poster that just says all hell yeah behemoth yeah um, which made me think are they a band but no they're just they just know exactly what they're doing but they've they've done some, they know their audience they've definitely <laughs> done yeah completely and they've done some um titles that um certainly i've heard about when i looked at that one that you just mentioned i remember seeing that cover and thought it looked fucking awesome for a yeah mine. it's good it's um, good and they've they've got one that's coming out soon which is um i love the title of it it's you promised me darkness you heard about this one? No, yeah, I haven't. Uh, apparently, good, apparently, and this is a recommendation, even though there's, we haven't, none of us have read it. But this is purely. Um, it's currently being printed. Uh, it's coming out next, uh, January twenty twenty two. Uh, the comic with the best selling debut issue of a black and white comic in nearly a decade. It sold fifty five thousand wow. plus copies. Fuck. Which um, isn't that mental. And that's in this day and age. That's it's pretty surprising for an indie. Quite um, a lot, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this well, considering I've never heard of this publisher really before, yeah, like that's nuts. It, they seem like I mean, you go to their website, which is All Hail Behemoth. What an amazing yeah. name! Yeah. This is definitely like a comics publisher who knows what they're doing and like yeah. perfectly targeted. Yeah, this one is approximately every seventy-five years, Haley Comet, Haley's Comet orbits around the sun, and every time this happens, people around the world are born with incredible abilities and special auras that grant them supernatural skills. But these very auras can also be cursed. Yuko and Sebastian, two siblings with special auras, find themselves constantly on the run from an evil being simply known as the Anti-Everything, who feeds on these special auras and gets stronger with each intake. 
This being is obsessed with these siblings' auras and will stop at nothing until he feasts on them. That sounds... I mean, this sounds basically good. just sounds like fucking movies that we would have watched. <laughs> we yeah. would have rented. Yeah. Yeah. Is this what happened to Bell and Sebastian? Is this where they went with it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> completely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm a cuckoo. <laughs> oh, Tony's lost it. Uh, <laughs> finally, no, but that, no, that's that's a hell of a find. For yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. I definitely need to check this out. They yeah. also did that. Um, a girl walks home alone at night. You know that? Oh, that I reviewed that. Do you remember yes. I recommended that a few years ago? Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're the ones that have done that. That did that. That was a movie, wasn't it? Yeah, and then the the director made the comic or something like that. That's right. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Okay, Dan, what would you like to recommend? Uh, I've got that Kickstarter I've, I mentioned briefly uh, a few minutes ago, and that's for uh, Hate Punch 2, The Hunt for Justice. Love this. Uh, which seems um, it's fantastic, I've got to say. like There's so many really inventive and clever ideas uh, about this one. So I'm going to read you the, the intro. It says, one of the advantages of to writing comics is the action, characters, and scenarios can be as big as the imaginations of the creative team making it. You want the hottest stars, the most epic action, the biggest explosions, you got it. The budget is as big as you'd like it to be. So what is this book you hold in your hands? Pretty much the opposite of all that stuff up there. It's a comic book that adheres to the paltry budgetary constraints of a 1980s B-movie action film. You want its big explosions? Well, we can only afford one. You want epic <laughs> action? We had to go with what we had before the camera broke. We couldn't really afford a guest great cast either, so uh, forgive some of the acting choices. Sheath Comics proudly presents Chuck Cranston's visions of a man living on the edge, dealing with loss, hunger, seeking revenge. This is Hate Punch 2, The Hunt for Justice. There is no Hate Punch 1. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> is there really so got, not? Uh, no. Amazing. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> they refer to the first one in, in the comic. Uh, so we've got Carrot and Story by Ben Worrell and El- Elias Hamby. Written by Ben Worrell, art by Mike uh, Choquette, colours by Sunil Gangji, uh, letters CJ Jeffrey, and design by Shane Mills. And what grabbed me first off with this comic, and the, when you first start the comic, you know the uh, title card screens they got for previews in American films? They're like the green screen. It says the following preview has been approved mm-hmm. for. Yeah. They've got three trailers for comics before oh, wow. the actual comic starts. Brilliant. And they're all done in by different artists and different styles Great. and they're like teasers for other comics of like grindhouse titles I and i thought say, this is yeah. really well done that's cool uh, yeah it's really cool that's <laughs> that's what, like, sort of uh, yeah. tarantino did when he did uh, death proof and uh, exactly yeah one he did, yeah. yeah so you've got the feature presentation screen and then it cuts into kind of the, the story which is like as it kind of expl- uh, explains like a, a cliched uh, American 1980s action film, but it's self-knowing and got so many winks to the reader along the way. If you know the source material, you'll get so much out of it. And there's so many nice touches in this book where it cuts to like uh, magazine interviews with a star when he's talking to the uh, like the, the interviewer and he's a bit sort of out of his element. And they have uh, news spots where they talk about the story. Uh, Carl Weathers pops up in it uh, there's there's an o- ongoing joke about uh virtually everyone the main character loved or has loved dies of cancer uh, and they keep repeating it and it's just you think bloody hell and it just gets more and more it's really just fucking hilarious uh 
I don't want to talk too much more about it because yeah. the, all the fun's in reading it and experiencing it for yourself, yeah. Yeah. which uh, I, I really recommend you do so. Uh, I'm going to have to try and put the link in the show notes because the uh, only place I know I can get from is from the Kickstarter. So uh, okay. I'll try and dig into that and see if I can find out where to get it from. It might be just uh, but, that they've held off to make sure everyone's got the Kickstarter, which is kind of a cool thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. they've got like at the ending, they've uh, got like a, a Japanese, the Japanese cover, which is like uh, the manga chibi figures. And they've got the film credits. And oh, there's loads of really nice touches throughout this. I, I just fucking blazed through it. I've read it a couple of times. It's, it's really, real, real fun read. Awesome. Nice. Um, keeping on that sort of theme, I'm I'm recommending uh, a series that um, is the top of my to read pile. It's issue five now, of six issues, um, and this is the one that I, out of all the comics that you know that are about, this is the one that I, as soon as it's available, I buy it and read it immediately. Uh, you've heard me talk about it many times on the show, um, so once again, I'm recommending the six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. Oh, I read this oh, today. Mate, you don't. Oh yes, I haven't read it yet. The last one. Uh, issue five, uh, written by Kyle Starks, Chris Schweizer, artist and cover, Liz Trice Schweizer as colouring assistant. Um, and it is, it's, this is just an absolutely phenomenal comic. Um, I guess you, uh, you, a couple of you guys have been reading it as well. Yeah. Um, for those who haven't read it pre- previously, um, this issue is called Martial Art, but Marshall's spelt like a US Marshall, which is just nice. playing words, isn't it? You know how I feel about those. Um, previously, as it says, my friends, our screwball group of sidekicks, had themselves a heist. However, after breaking into a studio to try and find answers, they just screwed things up more. But they got a text that might finally get them to the bottom of this mystery, or they might get beat up again. Either result seems pretty likely. And um, the <laughs> what I like about this, sometimes I complain that comicsology, the synopsis, gives too much away. This one sort of says... My friends, let me keep it super simple for you. In this issue, you get 20 pages of massive kung fu action. <laughs> As are now uni- now unified six former sidekicks go toe-to-toe in a tidal wave of angry stuntmen looking for revenge and for blood. It's going to be very good and very awesome. And do you know what? They're not wrong. This is a, <laughs> this is a fucking brilliant comic. And this one is... This is a fight issue. But Kyle Starks is just a master of pacing and dialogue. Um, obviously this story has has been completely for those that don't know it's former sidekicks TV sidekicks of uh, basically imagine a Chuck Norris style figure if they were I mean I I don't know Chuck personally but if if Chuck Norris was an an abysmal horrible human being who has treated them all horrible and in some kinds of ways but he gets murdered and his sidekicks are basically trying to solve the mystery of who's done it Uh, but it it's a wonderful sort of like the the comedy and the mystery are so well played. Mm-hmm. Um, Starks is a writer that's very much, you know, you you can read the influences in the dialogue without them being cheap sort of copies of things. It's it's like in the like the way that, um, the way that like a Cockney Kung Fu will have that you know have that influence in it, or or like. Viper will have that sort of, you know, that you can get those influences mm. without yeah. being too on the nose. And just the di- at the end of the day, the story has to be engaging and the dialogue. Mem- I mean, I fucking love 
the dialogue in this. And there's a, there is quite a lot. I mean, there's 20 pages of non-stop action. There are there are cars. It's still quite where... a lot of conversations and stuff. It's not just action, yeah. is it? There's a lot no. of writing in it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I, some... thought, Go on. I thought he was very clever the way he's written this because I think he's done such a, a great homage to kind of 70s, 80s TV, you know, film, action, hero, yeah. psychic personalities that he doesn't have to spend too long explaining who this personality is because you're like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that psychic you know this from guy. that film. Yeah, yeah ex- do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, you identify that the main guy is like Chuck Norris, so he doesn't spend time, yeah, telling yeah. you that he's the best martial artist dude ever, and he can like fucking do all this crazy shit. Yeah. you just know it. And you I think, understand their motives, and I think yeah. that that's something that can be quite difficult for a lot of writers to achieve. I mean, certainly, it that, certainly that's probably the biggest challenge for anyone writing anything isn't it for a reader to totally understand where a character is coming from especially yeah. if you've got these are six different people uh, over yeah. like you know this is only issue five but you kind of like within a couple of pages you know where they're coming from there it is like watching a, a movie and just just enjoyable from page to page the yeah. different sort of, and this is the issue where one of the characters i'm not going to tell you which character but this series has been building up because yeah. all, all the others are so in your face, like sort of like you know they've got their styles or they've they're quick to violence or but there's one character that's sort of like no no and through the whole thing he he, he hasn't done it he hasn't done it and I, I kept thinking it's not over the top the way they they've picked on that but I kept thinking is he going to be pretty good when this happens when yeah. it fi- when the when the penny finally drops oh fuck I know exactly who you're talking about I'm and excited the, now and the Shit. penny drops. And it's it's amazing, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, also, is, like, it the, is it the last episode, last issue, next issue? Is the, it? Is yes, I, number I six. Think, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is okay. uh, you know I'm double dipping on this. This is probably going to be my book of the year. Um, yeah. The action, the the artwork, and everything, just the stylings of everything is just unbelievable. There's one of the characters considers, calls himself the shit. Um, because, <laughs> because um, and there's a, a flashback name. to when he was a, a kid, and they had to do a stunt to fall on some cardboard boxes, and uh, <laughs> and you do see Trigger Keaton there with him, who's constant through all the way through the book. He goes, "I'm I'm tough, but it's pretty high up." Damn boy, there ain't nothing to it. Even a little piece of shit can fall into a toilet, <laughs> and he just pushes <laughs> the kid enough. off. It's yeah, and it, that's the thing. Trigger Keaton, you, you hate him, but you get some of the yeah. best lines, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a Um Like you see a flashback of someone training, and he says, "We're going to make a killer out of you, boy. When you crack your knuckles, some wimp two miles away is going to piss his pants and wonder why." Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, love it! I cannot, I cannot wait um, for the the final issue. But at the same time, I think I'm genuinely going to be sad when this series finishes. I'm going to be gutted. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been so much fun. Um, also, there's back matter there's sort of prose pieces and articles and stuff including terry komodo's pre-pasta um <laughs> what is it? it's hot dog spaghetti there's a recipe um gives you some um sort of ingredients and here's the directions cut it one cut up hot dogs into smaller hot dogs two throw everything except cheese into the crock pot for five hours four put some cheese on top because cheese is that good shit <laughs> And five, consume and relish. <laughs> that, nice. that sounds like the best recipe ever. Um, oh, yeah. Although it would probably kill you looking at the, the ingredients. <laughs> but um, yes, five sidekicks are tricky. And I mean, I know Carl's done so many, so many pieces of work that is in this sort of 
style, you know, kill them all, sex castle, everything. Yeah. Um, I think um, personally with with this and his other bits, he's he's one of my favorite writers, hands down. It's just friend of the show, friend of the show, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and this is great. It's uh, Skybound from Image. Um, next issue will be out in a, probably about a month because they've been pretty regular, actually. Yeah, they've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're on the money. Yeah. they've been fucking crushing, haven't they? Image and Skybound. Like, yeah, I was looking at my pool list. Like, I've got so much of their shit. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. they did. Was it Ultra Mega? That was them, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, six, side, six sidekicks. Yeah. Um, I'm still reading Firepower. It's dragging a little bit, but it's all right. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm still reading yeah. Firepower. That was yeah. pretty decent. Yeah. Like. Uh, they've got Girl Scouts coming up by Jim and Ford. I've got that on my, my fucking poor list. They're basically robbing me blind. The, yeah, the only thing that um, Skybound did was break my heart when they uh, cancelled Out of Darkness. But, but we move on. We, we all know on. this, Vince. We, you haven't yeah. moved on, have you? I've not heard about that one. Um, do we, <laughs> let me tell you, I'll hear about it in a minute. It's just too hard. Just, just do your final recommend, Tony. It's just too soon. It's too I, love soon it when he, I love it when he says it's too hard. It's never too hard. Especially when he's crying. I mean, I mean, finish us off. Before I, before I do, can I just say I just got the um, the digital copy through from um, uh, Frank at Home on the Farm from Jordan Thomas and Clark Bin. Oh, fantastic! What a lovely package that is. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, Shall I take that little bit of audio and use it? Just take that out. Yeah, you can use it as a pullist. Jordan, what a lovely package. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, my final one is another one from the Strangers drop that um, I signed up for the last one. And it's Soroya Death. Soroya Death Dealer, a.k.a. Uh, art Story Colours and Letters by Matchy. Uh, go to at matchy.art on Instagram. You can find him. He's a, he's a good egg. Uh, Soroya is a space mercenary. She's pretty quick with her handgun and super fast to kill. In fact, there's a moment at the start of it where she goes to meet this sort of it's like I think he's like a man in in a sort of armor thing, and he says, "Hold on, hold on," and she shoots him and blows his stomach out. So I think I think that's part of the joke. Um, she says, um, "Sorry, I don't do well with complications." Um, she says to the corpse of an art, which is what she says to the corpse of this armored man. She, she shoots him out. She her boss is a guy called Doctor Evis. Um, whenever she speaks to him on the intercom or you know the communicator, he says, she, she says, "Evis is me." And she's the doctor. He says, "Excuse me, Doctor Evis to you." It's all this sort of running joke through it. it makes me laugh. Um, so she's trying it. She's he's given her the task to go and steal this computer chip. She's stolen it, and as she's sort of racing in her speeder across the desert, she gets attacked by these um, alieny weird blokes, and she ends up escaping and ends up at this castle where she she asks, "Can someone supply me some transport?" And he says, "Well, I'll give you a, a speeder if you go and kill this person and get this for me." And she heads off with this. Um, a sort of enchanted sword and uh, to kill the monsters with it it's just a one shot it's it's just a sort of sci-fi barbarian story you know the style really reminds me of um adam's work and i have to say if there was ever going to be a crossover i think i think atomic hercules would be well suited to soroya um like a little crossover thing similar similar aesthetic if you see what i'm saying um it's super violent uh, it's nice clear Nice, colourful art. There's no ridiculous exposition. There's no ridiculous backstory. Just dropped into the story. We all know what it's about. She's going to kill people and steal stuff, and it's fairly straightforward. Um, and I say, strangers killing at the moment. Soroya, which is S O R A Y A, Soroya Death. Um, I know you get quite a lot through from strangers, Daryl. Did you pick this yes. one up? No, mate. So 
strange is a weird one for me at the moment because it's the, the postage kills me. So I have I to kind of um, I I I worked myself down to back uh, blah, 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 buying uh, twice a year from them. Okay, rather, I get you. Rather than every time it comes out because gotcha. yeah. I, I think yeah. I've sent I think I've sent that guy Eddie. I wouldn't say I'm harassing him, but I'm sending <laughs> I'm sending messages saying. When are you going to be able to send stuff over to UK so I don't have to pay like fifty quid in postage? Well, I think I'm seeing him Ouch. on Friday. I think he's he's over on Friday for um, MCM. Um, oh, so right. Have a chat with him then. Yeah. So just to give you, Matchy is a cartoonist based in Austin, Texas. In addition to contributing to various underground and indie comics, he also publishes Planet Slammer, which is a host of mini comics, and of course of Soraya Death. Find all his stuff at Matchy M A. T T C H E E matchy.com. There you go. Good stuff. Hey, nice one. Awesome. Nice. And what an awesome show it has been. Thank you very much for joining us. It's just week. been the best, hasn't it? I've had so oh, much yeah. fun. Best show yeah. Yeah. Best it, guest. Has, it has been lovely, and we hope you have enjoyed every damn minute of it. God damn I minute. I really have. Not you, I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in your lane. Oh, it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. On, once we've got everything we have out of a guest, we treat them like shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Afterwards, you'll try and hang about and have a chat, and we'll go. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we hope you enjoyed um, this week's episode. Hang on, Vince has just blocked me on Instagram. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you you said you hardly go on there. You liar. Um, <laughs> Anyway, we hope you enjoyed everything we talked about this week on the show, and it's it's brightened up your day, your morning, whenever you listen to this, whether it be on Monday when the episodes go live, or later on the week, or later on in the year, or maybe I actually year. listen to it in my car in bit parts. Oh, that's, ah. that's a way to listen to it. Yeah, in bit parts. Well, yeah, yeah, so um, I found that I was getting quite aggressive in the morning going to work because <laughs> because of the, the show. Yeah. No. I'd listen to music and I'd be like, everyone be in my way. And then, so what I decided to do is only listen to Awesome Pod from work, from home to work. And then I didn't really care if the journey took forever because I'd get to listen to my to the podcast. Oh, but then I, I wasn't allowed to listen to it like at work and stuff. So I'm kind of like, I get excited to get back in the car and then sit in traffic for half Finish an hour. Finish the rest of it. Uh, yeah, it. psychologically, you see. Yeah. Nice. Stuff. I, w- I wonder if we will be um, the soundtrack for a lot of people's journey up to Thought Bubble. Oh, wouldn't that be lovely? That'd be Just lovely. Be. That'd, yeah. that'd be lovely. And no matter who drop you a, are. Drop a word in. Drop one of those things in when people come to the table and they say, like, Banshee, and you know they listen yeah. to it on the way up to Thought uh, Bubble. What a safe word. Probably need it around Tony. Unsafe yeah. word. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. If you say it, it will open up to you. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. It's yeah. all off. Yeah. But, yeah. but all we know, all we know is that you lovely people listen to this episode, and we all bloody love you. So, and if there's anything, yeah, don't worry, Tony. I'm going to ask you again later. Trying um, to get me to say it. Yes. Um, but we hope you enjoy it. If there's anything else you want us to talk about on this show, or just anything in general, you, there's several different ways you can get in touch with us. You can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at the Awesome Pod, where we will be like posting and retweeting we'll probably get a bit more active on there over the next couple of weeks as we announce once again announce where we're going to be at thought bubble and the stuff we will have there etc etc um if you do the book of faces go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast 
join the um, group page Awesome Comics Talk where there's always a, a hive of activity going on there whether it be threads about art or conventions or anything just keep the conversation going also like there's been mentioned a couple of times on this episode there's a Slack channel get in touch with mm. us if you want to join the, the nice sort of space for creatives and comic fans everywhere and discover yeah, Slack's the place to be yeah, yeah definitely is, yeah, yeah definitely Blackage. you can get uh, in there for free just message one of us and you can come on yeah yeah um and thank you for listening to this uh episode whether it's on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com if you listen to us on the apple podcast subscribe and leave a review it helps get the word out about the show and all the things that we talk about all the weird and wonderful comics and processes that we talk about every week um if you listen to us on any other networks like spotify amazon stitcher podnose podknife what are the networks we're on tony we're on the tv based podcast network called pod why the last cisgender man <laughs> <laughs> which has been cancelled i just read that oh, yeah. i just read really? that yeah 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 it's a oh, bit well. fucking soon isn't it it's a bit quick isn't it uh, yeah. i haven't even had a chance to watch it yet <laughs> there goes <laughs> there goes my sleep tonight i won't be watching uh, that yeah <laughs> so oh i feel sorry for all those people that are working on that show that okay, you should just job. Yeah. respond to uh netflix with this why question mark <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not on Netflix, is it? It is not on Netflix. You're right. But it's on Amazon. <laughs> it's on Disney, is it? It's on it's Disney. On... Uh, uh, Disney. Right, the third time. Uh, you know uh, the, uh, the faceless corporation that the takes faceless the money corporations in. that. Um, if you want to send us any freebies or sponsor the show, just get in touch. Yeah, we'll yeah. yeah. We're shameless and we have no souls. Um, but <laughs> well, that said, Amazon pretty good, you know. A lot of people. T- <laughs> I love the fact that we all went quiet for that yeah. as, as Dan Butcher just pulls the yeah. pin on the gr- <laughs> on his career. <laughs> Looking forward to a uh, like sponsoring the show. Yeah, Netflix. You know, we harsh on them in the past, but they 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 got a lot of good stuff. They, they would make really great sponsors, wouldn't they? I think. Yeah, it's like yeah. Netflix for comics, but there's only one and Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Any product, get in touch. Yeah. 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 Seriously, yeah. we're human beings, so therefore, um, pay us enough, and we'll, <laughs> we'll do. I got, I got, I got contacted sure. by those people who you, they make stuff you can shave your balls with. I know yes, the manscape. I have. Yeah, I've mentioned them on this show. Yeah. So, if there was ever the products, a perfect, the are pretty good actually. To be fair, yeah. like, Look, yeah. if there's, if there's, because I've often go... looked at. Dude's balls in the gym before that dude could Let's really just do leave a that there. It's good to share, Dan. Good to share. I'm glad you you could you could you could use one of these razors, mate. Often I've been chinned, but <laughs> <laughs> what, you not buy the balls. Put a razor down in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i bring out the straight razor. I don't have a, 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 a trimless one on me, but we can use a straight razor. <laughs> give it a go. <laughs> give it a go. Trust me. Jesus Christ, oh, as, as the theme tune to Saw begins playing. Trust me, I'm on my meds. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you shake an empty bottle. Oh, dear. Um, I've got a friend that we, it was, it was on, honestly a competition. Whenever we met anyone else, I would go, yeah, this is Mark, he shaves his balls. And he, he, I always used to try and get him before him. Yeah, this is Tony, he shaves his balls. Anywhere we were, it used to be a competition we used to play. Yeah, Brilliant. But where can people find us online, etc.? <laughs> How did we get here? How did we get here? Yeah, that's what I, I. You know, we're three hundred and thirty, almost three hundred thirty episodes in. How did it happen? Yeah, what happened there? You know, 
um, patreon.com forward slash tribute press where um, we're just finishing Flesh and Ink which we've, we've had great fun with and soon there will be some forpy goodness on there oh cool yeah <laughs> and you knew he'll that. Be told, knew that. He, he'll be told about when the show ends uh, Dan you can find I'm not going to give the Twitter because I'm not really going on there so much uh, so check me out on Ooh. my Patreon account which I'm trying to post up stuff without giving away too many spoilers because I'm, I'm drawing the last heart, well, the last third of uh, Viper. And, and what is your Patreon account, Dan? Uh, it's, if you look up Vanguard Comic, it will pop up. There you go. And so <laughs> with a Patreon. Whee! <laughs> um, you can find me on social media if you just search for Jester Diablo. And Forp, you legend, thanks for joining us once again. A pleasure, sir. <laughs> a pleasure to you as well, sir. Uh-huh. Um, verily, where forsooth may people find you out in the outside world? <laughs> um, they can find me on the internet, uh, 4p, F-O-R-P-E dot co.uk. You can get free comics over there from me. And uh, I'm on Instagram at Mr. F-O-R-P-E. Um, I'm not on Twitter because it's shit. And I'm on Slack as well, yes. the awesome Slack group. So Come and have some banter on there. Huzzah! Huzzah! Full smooth! Huzzah and hurrah. What's that? What's happening? Uh, <laughs> we've gone, we've gone uh, highbrow tailing. L- Lord <laughs> Esmond, it has been some time. It has been some time since you have declared your love for the listeners. <laughs> let's touch tips and go. Let us, let us gingerly <laughs> touch tips. <laughs> Tonight we dance with swords. Um, <laughs> but um, we're going to keep this going for the next couple of hours so you don't yeah. have to listen to that folks but where, wherever you are in the world uh, thank you very much for listening uh, join us next week for another spooky episode it's the Halloween episode Ooh. the next one, the annual Halloween special yes um, so well, we'll be talking about some horror <laughs> yeah, I might. Should I, should I do another voice for, for like the intro, like I have done in the podcast? Oh my oh, god, yeah. yeah. Do you want those special ones you did? Uh, yeah. I love those. Good evening. Do the lady voice for me. Hey? What? You, lady you, want, you want the lady me. voice? Yeah. Where well, do you now, want it? Later. <laughs> <laughs> Take the uh, patriarchy. Uh, anyway, anyway um, <laughs> yes, so look forward to that. Um, keep reading comics, keep reading uh, wherever you are. We hope you're happy, healthy, and doing okay wherever you are. Because we all love you. Dan, you love them, don't you? Oh, yeah. Forp, you love them. Fuck yeah. And mm-hmm. Tony, you do as well, don't you? FDS. <laughs> <laughs> That's a where... postage service, isn't it? I thought it was where he gets his furniture. I'll <laughs> um... <laughs> get my wood. and on that bombshell we all love you have a brilliant week read loads of comics make loads of comics and as always from Dan, Tony, Forp and myself what should they do guys? stay awesome stay Stay awesome awesome. fucking perfection perfection (laughs) every week Dan every fucking week we done fucked it it's harder than it looks isn't it? you know it is hard you know very hard you know oh god god God. bye everyone Bye. Yeah, don't carry on podcasting again. <laughs> <laughs>